Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 535 and the Foo Fighters with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Going to be cloudy today with a high of 42. Tomorrow, another winter storm that's like a spring storm with lots of rain. Lots and lots of rain. I love spring storm. Do you? I remember, yeah, I remember when he bought the, uh, the river. And also uh, uh, born in the USA. Yeah, no, uh, that's Springsteen. Yeah, that's the guy. Yeah, and uh, you're thinking of a completely different thing. But that's Am a- I? Yes, you are. 34 right now in downtown Springfield. Open line Friday today. And, today Mark-, is- and Mark Hot Ford. Yes, that's right. Yeah, because yeah, the, uh, the podcast brought to you by Mark Hot Ford. Uh, they get your back for sale service parts and rentals. Mark Hot Ford and Holyoke. I was going to get to that. Uh, but... Uh, Thanks for reminding me. Well, I just wanted to make sure because we sometimes uh, it just slips our mind, and then we have to like do it again later on. And uh, yeah, no, we get so swept up in the excitement of starting every broadcast that sometimes you just yeah <laughs> slips through the mind. But yeah, Marcotte Ford. There you go. They got your back for sales, service parts, and rentals. Marcotte Ford and Holyoke. Open line Friday. You said? Yes, I said yeah. open line Friday, yeah. and maybe some other things too. Mm, maybe that. a review of last night's big comedy show. Perhaps. It's five thirty-seven. Rock one hundred two. I have 50. It's 34 right now in downtown Springfield. Uh, let's see here. Hollywood Trash brought to you by Aquapump, an expert in all water supply systems from the well through the pump and into the house. Somehow you still care about what's happening in Hollywood. So from Tinseltown, 3,000 miles away, it's Steve Nagel's Hollywood Trash. I'm sorry, I have to verify who I am before I can get into the thing uh, to tell you what the Hollywood Trash is because... Uh, oh, the uh, the two-factor... The two-factor uh, authorization, author- right, yeah. There's sure, the, here's right. the code, okay. uh, that... Uh, Take your time. Uh, 073. No and- rush. Boom, and uh, stay signed into all your apps. Okay, uh, take, that'll take a moment, too. Why, why doesn't this do this when I just automatically open the computer? You know what sometimes works? What? When you hit the, t- the X at the top of the box and ignore it. Yeah, that doesn't work. This was if like... you do it uh, three times, it stops. Well... For about three minutes, and you got to do it all over again, but it, it works. Th- there's nothing Hollywood-related about this conversation yet. Yet. But are you ready now? Now. Okay. Julia Roberts. Didn't yes. I just say to you last week we don't do enough Julia Roberts stories? <laughs> We've been saying it every day for years. She has never done nudity, but it's not because she feels a responsibility to set an example for other women. She says, quote, not to be criticizing others' choices, but for me to not take my clothes off in a movie or be vulnerable in physical ways is a choice that I guess I make for myself. But in effect, I'm choosing not to do something as opposed to choosing to do something. Mm. Ooh, Jedi mind trick. I like that. Yeah, these these are not the drones you're looking. These are not the droids you're looking for. I don't. Uh, I mean, she's cute. I don't really find her like so attractive that. I think if you were asking these kinds of questions 25, 30 years ago, I would say, well, why are you holding out? This could seriously uh, help your career. Yeah. But at this point in her career, she's uh, she's done enough. She's uh, achieved enough that she could probably keep uh, all of her clothes on. And now, if she were to be standing here uh, naked in front of both of us, I'd probably steal her purse. Yeah, yeah, take her money. Yeah. That's what, that's, hit her where it hurts, right in the purse. Right in the coin purse. No, I was actually thinking about oh. it, like her, her pocketbook. Oh, well, you and I are thinking of two completely different things. That's weird. Probably get a whole lot more out of her purse. This just got a little awkward. 
Uh, so Julia has to uh, never has to regret having done a nude scene in her career. But one thing she does regret is not going to college. That was not a choice. She says, quote, my family didn't have the money and I had no scholarship potential. But as my kids have gone through the college process now and looking for schools and talking about what they're interested in, learning more about and all that, it just does fill me with a longing for that academic space. She could always go back. <coughs> Online courses, yeah. uh, night courses. Uh, Shannon Doherty uh, was doing that college in pajamas thing. I'm sure she has room at that school. Now look at her. She's got like a PhD. Shannon Doherty? No. No. I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. Uh, let's see. The uh, 2023 People's Choice Awards nominees were announced yesterday. Taylor Swift, Luke Combs, Nicki Minaj, and Morgan Wallen tied with five nominations each. How exciting is that? The uh, show airs live February 18th on E! and uh, NBC with Simu Liu hosting. Oh, let me write this down on the calendar. Who's Simu Liu? I don't know, but I hear he's nice. Uh, wasn't that the, uh, the the girl that saw the last can of Who Hash being taken from her house? No, that's um, Betty Lou Who, who is no more than two. Uh, I'm pretty sure we live in the stupidest version of America that ever existed. Possibly. Uh, here's one small bit of proof. The Pentagon actually had to deny that Taylor Swift is a secret government agent. After a Fox News host floated a ridiculous conspiracy theory... Jesse Waters suggested earlier this week that Taylor could be, quote, a front f for a covert political agenda to get young people to vote Democrat. Well, of course they're going to deny it. Yeah, that's the whole idea of a conspiracy theory. Yeah. I mean, if they were to imply, well, yes, she could be, well, then you've blown her cover. It's not like, you know, they don't come out and go, okay, we may have hired Lee Harvey Oswald to... to uh, Look like he shot JFK when actually it was one of our agents across the way on a grassy knoll. But is that wrong? Not as wrong Shh. as when we faked the moon landing. What? Now you're going to tell me birds aren't real. They're not. Uh, and why they don't fall off the flat ends of the earth, I don't know. The Pentagon's response was about as serious as Jesse's theory. They said, quote, as for this conspiracy theory, we are going to shake it off. Even the Pentagon's got a great sense of humor. Is that like the only song that that one general knows? Oh, uh, what about that uh, Shake It For Me song? You mean Shake It Off? Yeah, yeah, that one. Put that in there. Private, give me a list of all the songs created and written and performed by Taylor Swift. Uh, you have until 1,400 hours to produce it. Just in case you didn't feel uh, quite old yet. Uh, Ultimate Classic Rock released a list of 30 albums that turned 30 years old this year. Oh, boy. All right. All right. Dookie by Green Day. 30 that years old. That makes me feel old. It should. Yes. The Division Bell by Pink Floyd. That was another album that came out in my youth. These, these all came out 30 years ago, right in the prime of my youth. Yep. Uh, the Downward Spiral by Nine Inch Nails. Super Unknown by Soundgarden. Live Through This from Hole. Smash from The Offspring. Weezer. You know it as the Blue Album. Yep. Uh, Purple from Stone Temple Pilots. MTV Unplugged in New York from Nirvana. And Vitology from Pearl Jam. Now, for anyone that may argue, well, those bands aren't classic rock bands. They, they are, are now. now. <laughs> yeah. I can't believe I'm hearing Pearl Jam on classic rock. Well, it's the song is at least 25 years old. So. Yeah, well, that's... Uh, see, that's the problem, isn't it? Yeah. Because, you know, uh, <laughs> 50 years ago was 1974. 
which only 10 years ago was the predominant sweet spot for our format. And yeah. now, here we are. Here we are. Reliving everything. 30 years. Uh, the re- uh, Movies this weekend. Yes. Mean Girls Remake. The remake stars Angori Rice and Lindsay Lohan's roles as Katie, the new girl being targeted by most of the popular girls in school after uh, falling for Regina's ex-boyfriend. And Renee Cap from the Broadway version Mean Girls is Regina George. Oh, man, I can't wait That's to go I see this. Be you know, that. this was one of the movies I said, I hope they remake Mean Girls someday. You honestly said that? No, I didn't say. Nobody said that. Nobody said, let's remake this movie. Some Hollywood Somebody guy did. Goes, Hey, we can make some money off this if we just uh, put a bunch of crappy movie stars in it and uh, resell it. What do you think? Okay, all, boss. Get all these guys, you know, chomping on cigars, yeah. making these great decisions. Speaking of chomping on things, uh, people online are clapping at, clapping back at Kim Kardashian for over-decorating her house for her child's birthday party, saying it was a disgusting waste. Really? Yeah. She has that something to say. Oh, my God. The last time I had a disgusting waste was when Ray J gave me the super-duper sewer chewer in that sex tape you can purchase on YouPorn for $39.95. That sounds like a different version of super elastic bubble plastic for some reason. They call me the Bondi's Island Lolita. <laughs> Caitlin? Whatever got that done under you with your mother, Chris Kim, but we did have movie night again. Uh, sat down for breakfast on Tiffany. <laughs> then we watched uh, Billy Crystal and City Liquors. What are you trying to say? Well, we watched the horrible, horrible, sad breakup story of Creamer versus Creamer. <laughs> you already want to see the humped back of Notre Dame either. <laughs> that was a real tearjerker, wasn't it? Which one? Creamer versus Creamer yeah, or cream- the humped back of Notre Dame? <laughs> creamer versus Creamer was a tough... Tough film to get through. Well, it's about divorce. Uh, we've all been there, haven't we? Yeah, but it came with 3D glasses. So did I. <laughs> Buzzing! That means two <laughs> things. Yeah, and that's your Hollywood trash at Rock 102. Rock 102, Springfield's classic rock. It's 614 and ZZ Top with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Uh, well, I, you know, I guess people care about the weather. <laughs> Some people do. Well, a guy just called, and he was he was very nice, and he was just like, uh, hey, uh, everybody else is saying it's going to be sunny today, and you said cloudy. So I'm like, oh, I, wait, I just Google. I just Google the weather, and it comes from the National Weather Service. So I don't know what to do. Yeah, see, and what I did was I said it's a mix of sun and clouds. That's right. a catch-all. So if you just say it's going to be a mix of sun and clouds, yeah. then we sound like we're right. Well, if like for example, if it's yeah. a sunny day and there are a couple of clouds out there, it's not wrong. On the other hand, if it's a cloudy day and there are peaks of sun, then that's also not wrong. So it's kind of uh, it's kind of like a play on words. I'm not really telling you anything that's substantial. I'm yeah. telling you something that uh, applies in nearly every situation in which sun peaks out from time to time. All right, fine. We'll just agree that it's going to be something today. And it's 34 in downtown. Or is it? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Um Last night? Last night. How was it? Uh, it was awesome. Uh, Marty has his new uh, comedy club uh, moved to uh, to the shortstop over in Westfield, which I have to say is uh, is a perfect location for that. I mean, you get a lot of people that came out that had never, they've always wanted to come to one of those shows. Right. 
because they've heard about it here for I, I was like we've never talked about that at all on this show about this twenty dollar dinner and a comedy thing every so, time I've ever heard of it it seems like a complete surprise yeah well it was I heard it for the first time this week I had no idea yeah but um but a lot of people were like hey we're so glad this came over here because we live like in Southwick or you know Agawam and to go to Chicopee was a little bit out of their way. And here they are, and uh, there was like over a hundred people in there last night. You know, when on you, a Thursday night, which is on a Thursday good. night, when you consider that it was announced on a Tuesday. Mm. No, yeah, announced on no, Wednesday. 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 Wednesday, yeah, yeah, announced on Wednesday for the very first time, and then you get a crowd of a hundred people. Yeah, less than forty-eight hour turnaround time. That's uh, to to move to have moved this thing, and it, it was pretty impressive. That's remarkable. I, and you know what's what's really cool about it is, uh, you know, it's a it's a facility that gets it that really yeah. understands what it's going to take to make this successful and to be able to turn it around in yeah. 48 hours yeah that's amazing and uh they we had about uh oh, let's see one two three about, about six comedians or so i think six mm-hmm. or seven and uh some of them got five to seven some of them got ten and then uh, the headliner was philip anthony uh who closed out the show and went uh he just went an hour. He just said, "Wow, well, why not?" What the heck? Yeah, you know. How long did you take? Uh, ten minutes. I, I, because uh, I, I, there was a bit I wanted to work on. Uh, it's actually the story about how I saved the Cumberland Farms in Westfield. That's a good story. It's a perfect place to do that because everybody knows it's right down the street. So I, I get into that, and it's all the stuff I can't tell on the radio. All the logistics yeah. that went on behind the scenes in that whole. Uh, Debacle. I've I've heard the story uh, in, in in both versions. Yeah, I've heard yeah. the stage <laughs> version. I've heard the radio version. Yeah. And you're right. I mean, you there are certain parts of that story that you would never want to broadcast. But at the same point, you're now telling the story in the same town in which that incident occurred. Right. Which means certain people who would have been offended to hear it on the radio can now see the story done live on stage yeah and uh i even made like uh one little small little ethnic joke and that was like whoa really yeah huh so didn't realize you were going down there uh, uh roseanne bar i didn't even think uh i didn't even think it was a bad thing that i said uh, it was uh it was about a group of people that nobody really talks about God, that the much. new club opens and already got canceled well i was gonna say yeah this is this is how we cancel ourselves yeah, welcome to Marty's new failed venture <laughs> here at the shortstop. A very that's why they call it the shortstop because yeah. it's a shortstop here. But uh, no, they're going to be do they're be doing shows every week there, and uh, it makes a difference when you have like uh, like table service, you know, things like that. Yeah, to keep people happy, uh, you know, people are thirsty, very thirsty people, and uh, and the food and the food is always. Uh, no pun intended. A home run at, at the, the shortstop. Short yeah. Oh yeah, see I see what, what I did, you did there. there? Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm yeah. talking about. Well, you know, I'm I'm uh, I'm I'm delighted for for Marty because yeah, I mean me it's it, it's it's a lot of work to do any club. Well, and it's a lot of you know it's a comedy club especially especially when you're you know we have been largely without a full time full running comedy club. Yeah, I mean yeah, you know Roar does a great job. Don't get me wrong. Uh, you know, the funny bone done in Hartford. Yeah, you know, they do they do their thing, but we haven't had a full time comedy club 
well, in a good long you know, time. But the difference between like a roar or something like that is that that's like those are national headlining people that come through. Right. And and they're part of that lineup. And that's part of like their casino lineup. Like MGM hires these people to go tour all their casinos you yeah. know, throughout Las Vegas and throughout the rest of the country that they have MGMs. And and that and that's great. And they they have some great people. I did uh, I opened the show for Steve Heitner, the Kenny Banya, yeah, uh, back in uh, September. So that was, that was pretty cool. They Jenny, had, I went to see uh, Donald Rawlings a couple of years ago. Yeah. That was a great show. Yeah. He was fantastic. And and they do bring uh, good comedy here. But this is a little bit different because you're highlighting local talent as well as national talent. So here's the thing yeah. that uh, that I, we pointed out yesterday, and it's absolutely true. The more I thought about it, the, the more I thought, well, you know, I don't understand the complaints. For anyone who's going to say, well, God, I was in Chicopee for so long, and now I got all the way out to Westfield. It's 12 miles. Yeah. It's 12.4 miles it's, from door to door. It's like... And it's right on Route 20. It's not like it's a... You, you don't have to, like, go driving yeah. find in this place. It's how, right How there. many pike exits are we talking about? One pike exit. Two pike exits. Two pike exits. Two pike exits from, from the old place. Yeah. Well, the three, Two, depending on where three. you come from. Right. Wherever you It's only a, what I'm saying is it's not a big deal if you take no. the pike and you go down Route 20 and you, you, know, you, you bang a left, you go down uh, Route 20, boom, it's on your right next to uh, the Walmart, and there you have it. And An gen- evening of fun and laughs. General Mayor General Patton McCabe is standing there at the exit uh, sign saluting and pointing to this way to the shortstop. Any one of you sons of bitches wants a comedy show in this town, you can find it down at the shortstop for $20 <laughs> a dinner and a show on a Thursday night. Um, but, uh, but it was, a, it was a really great turnout. Uh, all the comedians were, were really funny. Yeah. And, and, and the, the thing is like, when I say local talent, you're talking about people who are from New England area, from, from Massachusetts, Connecticut, whatever they, they all come out and, and Marty does a really good job about picking who gets to go up and, and, and have spots on these things because... Yeah, he's like the Mitzi Shore of, yeah, uh, of Western Mass. It's not the beginner going up and doing five minutes worth of shtick, you know. It's it's people who have been working on this for a long time you know, and, and have gotten really good at it. Well, and, and we talked about this before, and I don't know if a lot of people are, are quite aware of this. Uh, there's actually a pretty significant comedy scene in Western Mass already. Yeah. There just aren't enough venues for them to show it off. So when you have a place like this and you you see something, like even, you know, when we did our, the comedy show at, uh, at MGM for the Mayflower Marathon, it was a great show. Yeah. And every comic was fantastic. So it's like, you know, there's a, there's a scene here, a vibrant one. That you know really needs a significant venue, and I'm I'm glad that yeah. it's 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 working and, and going in the right direction. A significant venue, and and think about this. Think about all the people who uh, kiss uh, Aaron Lewis's ass because ah, I used to go see him down at the Hippodrome. You know, they were playing just you know the before the wall started to fall off. Yeah, yeah, and it, you know, and so everybody wants to be like associated because hey, I saw this guy before he became big. Mm-hmm. That could happen to one of these comics that show up to these to these short set type of things. You could be the next person going, hey, I saw that girl or I saw that guy yeah. at the shortstop years ago in Westfield. Because every big name comic that you have ever seen or ever heard of. 
started off in the very same way. And you know what? If you look at Westfield's history of comedy, Jay Leno used to perform there. Bob mm-hmm. Saget used to perform there when it used to be Club 252 or whatever it was. I think it was 250. It was called something. Yeah, it's I don't two, remember the name, but I know what you're talking about. It was right about. on Elm Street, and they used to, years ago, they used to do uh, open mics and, and, and booked comedy shows there. So, hey, you never know who you're going to run into when you do these things. It's 624 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Do big-name dealerships have your back? No. Does Marcotte Ford and Holyoke? Yes. Why? Because they're a community-based Ford dealership that cares. And you'll see why when you walk through the door. Have a seat in the Lugnuts Cafe and discuss your dream with a member of the Marcotte team. You'll hear everything you want, selection, service, which means the start of a relationship with peace of mind for the life of your vehicle. Marcotte thanks the community for having their back, and they're ready to have yours. Marcotte Ford, 1025 Main Street, Holyoke. 27 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Dan Brown will give you the forecast because he's much more accurate and better at it than I am. We have uh, Open Line Friday coming up after 8 o'clock. I would strongly suggest you get your thoughts together now and then call us then and try to find ways of presenting that information without profanity or hate speech. Oh, I don't know if we can uh, we can accommodate that or not. Well, there have been some weeks where we haven't been able to. Well, we At least we have methods that we can uh, delete you. We'll cancel you. You yes. can't cancel us. We cancel yeah, you. We got a, a variety of buttons that can zap you right off the phone. Uh, are you ready to laugh? I am. All right, let's laugh. It's Bex and Nagel's joke of the day. I'm funny how? I mean, funny like I'm a clown. I amuse you. On Rock 102. I make you laugh. Springfield's <laughs> classic rock. I went on a blind date last night. You did? Yeah. Didn't start out that way, though. But she did have some pepper spray. Ah, <laughs> get away from me. You with the you pepper d- spray. <laughs> dirty boy. Bax and Nagel in the morning one. With Bax and Nagel on Rock 102, it's time for news. It's brought to you by Gary Rome Hyundai. Technicians get up to a $5,000 sign-in bonus right now. Learn more at GaryRomeHyundai.com slash family. Here's local radio icon Steve Nagel. Uh, thank you, Bax. Oh, you're welcome. Uh, I just lost my tab. Oh, here we go. A, uh, an Ohio man was arrested for charges in connection to a fire in the stairwell at MGM Springfield on Tuesday morning. morning. According to the Springfield Fire Department, firefighters were called to MGM around 12, 10 a.m. Tuesday. Tuesday morning. For a report of a uh, fire in the MGM Springfield garage, smoke was found in a stairwell with the sprinkler system activated due to a fire in a trash can. A suspect was later located 27-year-old Trevor Smith of Wooster, Ohio. Ooh. Wooster, Ohio. What's a guy from Ohio doing all the way out here? Because I, I wanted to go all the places that said Wooster. So I was going to head out to the middle of the state. Wow. Aim, aim, aim your, your stars high. Uh, he was arrested and charged with arson and possession of a Class B drug. Who makes the Class A drug look like a... Vial of cocaine. Yeah, you know what? Um, MGM, like so many other public buildings, is a non-smoking facility. It says so right in the door. Yeah, you're not supposed to be starting fires there. No, you're not. I, I'm guessing. I'm just gonna take a guess, and I don't know anything about this story other than what this guy did or is accused of doing. But perhaps if somebody gets a little angry that they may traveled all the way from Ohio mm-hmm. and then lost their uh, remaining uh, $200 in their bank account at the craps table, 
You can't take it out on the casino. No. You, you what you need to do is be blaming it on Lady Luck, who turned her who turned her back on you in a harsh way. Yeah, Lady Luck. Who is this lady? I don't know, but she's got a real axe to grind. Not a lady at all. A uh, Springfield man was arrested after detectives received information that he had a firearm. According to the department, around 12.45 p.m. on Wednesday, detectives received information that 38-year-old Jose Allende uh, had a gun and located him inside of a car in the 100 block of Dickinson Street. (laughs) Street. I know. Uh, a traffic stop was uh, conducted on Belmont Avenue, and detectives found a loaded firearm, which was reported stolen in Norwich, Connecticut, inside Allende's uh, cross body bag. They also seized an unloaded golf gun, a large capacity magazine, and two additional firearm magazines. Allende was uh, charged with the following uh, carrying a loaded firearm, receiving stolen property, yada, 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 drug crimes. At any point, did the police say, Jose? Where are you going with that gun in your hand? Jose, where, where are you going, going with that gun in your hand? hand? I'm going to shoot ghosts. <laughs> yeah, I don't think he's a ghostbuster, right? He's not. Uh, that's not that kind of ghost gun. Yeah. Uh, let's see. What was this? Uh, that's another ghost gun story. Two Springfield men were arrested to Tuesday. Evening. Evening. It looked Sorry. late I, afternoon, I, I have early at, evening. I have to look at the a.m. versus p.m. Yeah, I know. And it's confusing. Uh, yeah, two Springfield men uh, were arrested Tuesday after a traffic stop led to the seizure of a loaded girl's gun. <laughs> According to Springfield <laughs> police spokesman Ryan Walsh, police attempted to stop a vehicle around 11 p.m. on Tuesday on State Street for not having a valid inspection. The vehicle continued and stopped several times before coming to a complete stop on Catherine Street. Uh, the driver, 18-year-old Samuel Irene's Colon of Springfield. Irene's Colon? Uh, Irene's Colon. Interesting. Did you, I mean, I'm I don't not, know. I, I mean, I mean, there's, listen, there's a joke uh, there somewhere. There's, there's, but Well, there's a joke that I can't say on the radio. Of course. Uh, well, anyway, he was arrested for uh, failing to stop for police inside the vehicle. Police could uh, visibly see a prepackaged bag of marijuana, but... Mm. Uh, Irene's colon and the passenger, 20-year-old uh, Tavion Ross of Springfield, were not the legal age to possess. But they were they were able to arrest Irene's colon, right? Yes. So it, it's not like you had Irene's colon on the loose. No, 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 no. Not not Irene's colon was not loose that day. Because that very, can be a very sticky situation. Well, it uh, it was all bound up. It's be it's gonna be bound up for a while. Irene's colon bound up for a long time. They hold you overnight, yeah, <laughs> and then if they really find you dangerous, they hold you for a much lot longer period yeah, well, than that. I, I, I hope there's a, a follow up when Irene's colon's been released. I don't want to be the guy who's the supervised released. <laughs> All right, let Irene's colon loose. <laughs> After searching the vehicle, officers found drug packaging materials and a loaded ghost gun How? in the glove box. Was Irene's Colin's car impounded? Uh, yes, it was. It was, uh, it was impounded and impounded hard. Impounded hard. <laughs> it's going to be a long, long process to get it out. A long process. Uh, <sighs> yeah, they, they found a ghost gun in Irene's Colin's glove box. Well, that's that means two things. <laughs> that actually means three different things. 
<laughs> if you think about it. And Irene's colon has been charged with the following. Something stinks here. <laughs> and it's Irene's colon. Uh, carrying a loaded firearm without a license, possession of a large capacity firearm, possession of a high capacity magazine feeding device. Wait a minute, there was a feeding device? <laughs> Irene's colon had a feeding device? What has gone? What, I don't know. I whole, don't know. The whole crime in Springfield has gone perverse. Can we? We can milk this one all morning. Oh, long, you sure? You yeah, sure could. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, Irene's colon's been uh, fingered for a lot of crimes here. Oh, yeah. that means four things. It's the guy with the missing finger. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, some people too. we consider like a thumb, not a finger. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, there's a couple of different things here that I wanted to talk. Oh yeah, down. If you heard, if you or if you head to downtown Springfield, you may have noticed it's become a little bit brighter down there. That's because of the brand new 25 foot tall digital marquees that now sit on the outside of the Mass Mutual Center. The large lighting sign display was unveiled for the first time early Thursday evening to city officials and the Thunderbirds hockey team. The marquees will help with the promotion of upcoming events in the city of Springfield. Nice. Mayor Dom Dom said, it's going to highlight all the shows coming to downtown Springfield. Did you get your tickets yet? For what? To the gun show. Bang, bang. Bang, bang. (laughs) My left arm's Smith and my right arm's Wesson. And not the kind of oil that that uh, lady from the Brady Bunch used to promote on TV all the time. That Florence Henderson, right? Nice gal, different kind of Wesson. But we are a uh, we're not very happy with the uh, with guns here in Springfield, so we have now uh, Glock blocked you. Oh, oh, a Glock blocker! Man, I'm on fire today. We will Glock block all of you, <laughs> especially Irene's colon. <laughs> We tried to penetrate Irene's colon, but we were Glock blocked with a ghost gun. <laughs> what a dumb show this it is. Really it is, really is. But it's Friday and it's payday, yeah. and I don't really care. Yeah. He's like, y'all see right here. Uh, y'all see right on there. Come on down to downtown Springfield. Enjoy all the things we have to offer, <sighs> including your ghost guns. <laughs> Yeah, what are they going to start offering ghost gun tours of Springfield? Like, I don't, you, you know what? They do that. We uh, could, you know. I'm sure we could get like a Peter Pan bus and just go around town to all the places where ghost guns have been found. Yeah, I think that's a great idea. Uh, let's see. Uh, the Hampton Ponds Association out of Westfield is leading a campaign against the proposed Falcon Landing Distribution Warehouse, providing its north side neighbors with a website, petition, and lawn signs. The group believes the project will increase traffic and lead to pollution of the air, their ponds, and the barn's aquifer. We have been surprised to find so much frustration in the city, said Rick Epstein, husband of the association's president, Susan McFarlane. It's not just a north end of Westfield issue. A project of Wynn Stanley Enterprises and North Point Development, Falcon Landing would develop a parcel north of Westfield Barnes Regional Airport in between North Road and Falcon Drive. The warehouse building will stand, will stand two t- stories tall, 524,000 square feet, and only store dry goods. Hmm. It currently has no tenant. Developers uh, said at the December 20th planning board meeting that one will be acquired later in the process. The project comes down a year after Target 
or comes a year after Target, which still owns the land, proposed its own distribution warehouse there. The Hampton Ponds Association also campaigned against the project, with Target withdrew in the face of neighbor opposition. I think they'll win. There's there's too many people on that in that area over there. Yeah. That's like you're not gonna you're not gonna build. There's more industrial area on the other side of Route 202. Why is this uh, parcel of land even being considered? Well, because some probably rich guy owns it and wants to make money off of it, and that's how you know. Like, hey, we could just build a big giant warehouse here. You know why? Because the people who build those things don't live anywhere near those things. Right. You right. know what I mean? It's never the the landlord of a property of of something like that typically never lives in the area of what they're trying to put up. Yeah. And you know, if it's a uh, if it's a residential area, you're always going to have people who are going to be uh, beside themselves and say, "Not in my neighborhood, you don't." Uh yeah, and 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 and, and, and when you drive down 202, see this is what I didn't understand. I thought they were just talking about the trucks coming in from the detour of the Mass Pike. But this is what it's really about. It's about they don't all the signs are saying stop truck traffic. It's not just it's not talking about Damascus Pike. It's talking about this particular project. Right. Yeah. Whatever. Hmm. I don't live there. What do I care? That's <laughs> how, that's no. That's that that's like the mentality of the people that build those things. I don't care. We'll just build this thing. I'm just there to make money. Uh, no one likes to be stuck in rush hour traffic. That's true. We're lucky we don't really have to deal with that that much. You know, I mean, sometimes when we go to events at night, we'll have to run into. You don't, you don't normally get into like really unsolvable traffic unless no. it's a like an accident or something. Uh, but maybe uh, if you're a retail theft ring leader, traffic was probably not the good thing for you. You know what I'm saying? Right. Four people robbed a Bloomingdale's. I didn't even know Bloomingdale's was still open. Where is this? Washington D.C. Oh, I hear there's a Bloomingdale that's still in Washington, D.C. Oh, really? Yes. Uh, you know, one of the funniest things, when when uh, when Joe Biden won the presidency and there were all these people were going nuts and like, oh, my God, you know, you know, the, the half the country is like, no, there's no way. And then the other half was like, yay, you know, that yeah. kind of thing. They had a screenshot of people in Philadelphia celebrating that Joe Biden w- had won. And it was a Fox News thing. And it says Joe Biden wins U.S. presidency. But in the background, you can see an A.C. Moore and I put up on Facebook, oh, my God, there's an A.C. Moore still open in Philadelphia? <laughs> like, that's the more surprising thing here. <laughs> anyway, four people robbed the Bloomingdale's in uh, Washington, D.C. last Friday and got away with more than $4,500 in designer handbags. Then they hopped in an SUV and sped off, but they didn't get too far before things slowed down. The problem was... They were making their uh, getaway on a D.C. interstate at 5 p.m. on a Friday, and rush hour traffic was at a standstill. Did, was there no discussion about maybe doing this earlier in the day? Uh, sometimes you don't think things through. You really I mean, got to plan the whole thing out. Like 1.30 in the afternoon is a perfect time. Okay, you're, you're past the uh, the traffic around lunchtime. You're, you're way there before rush hour. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Stupid. 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 Uh, the police were able to comb through the vehicles to catch up with the crew. They pulled the vehicle over, apprehended all four thieves, and recovered the stolen bags. The thieves were charged with grand larceny, uh, conspiracy to commit uh, larceny, and larceny with intent to sell. <sighs> well, yeah, I, I suppose uh, the next time they're all together, after bail has been uh, paid, yeah. they'll think twice about when in the day they rob a Bloomingdale's. Yes, and... Uh, 
They're like, oh, we're going to extradite you back to Massachusetts. Why? Because we need to have uh, Irene's colon searched. <laughs> and they do a pretty damn good job of it up there. <laughs> and there's also no Bloomingdale's for miles. Bloomingdale's. I haven't heard that one in a long time. Remember Bamberger's? I don't know if I remember Bamberger's. I don't know if that was like a New Jersey thing or something. I know my sister worked at one of those. I remember a uh, former... Uh, Former Major League uh, manager George Bamberger, but I don't believe that's uh, the same family. No, no. I remember that guy that used to uh, steal sam- meat sandwiches all the time. He wore a little bandit uh, mask. No, 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 no. See, that's the Hamburglar. And he would say, robble, robble. Yeah, that's yeah. the Hamburglar. Oh, okay. All right. Well, uh, maybe I'm wrong. You're up Pioneer Valley forecast today. Uh, a mix of sun and clouds. See? Yeah, I just covered my ass. That's it. How about that? Mix of sun and clouds with a high of 42 tomorrow. Lots of rain, and that's going to cause more flooding problems. A high of 50. It's 33 right now in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock 102. Aw, yeah. Springfield. Rock 102, Springfield's classic rock. at 654 in Van Halen with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. A mix of sun and clouds today with a high of 42. Tomorrow, rain with a high of 50. It's 33 right now in downtown Springfield. Rock 102 and Aqua Pump are giving you a chance to hit the slopes this winter. Sign up at rock102.com for your chance to win a pair of lift tickets to an area of ski mountain. That could be uh, Berkshire East, Wachusett, Bolton Valley, or Saskadena 6 up in uh, Vermont. We'll choose one winner per week. Congratulations to our first winner, uh, Maria Pelcher of Longmeadow. She... Uh, she won. Congratulations to her. Your chance to hit the slopes brought to you by Aqua Pump and Rock 102 Springfield's Classic Rock. You know, I have to say uh, I'm very, uh, uh, there's, there's a few things that satisfy uh, me around this workplace. Very few things. Uh, but uh, one of them is the lack of meetings. You know, we don't, we're not forced into to, to like do these big giant meetings like we used to do oh yeah and that one guy used to do the whiteboard and then write all these stats on it and then had a lot of uh, catchphrases too a yeah. bunch of uh you know yeah. the big buzzwords paradigm shift and uh what was the other there was a couple of other ones uh, paradigm there. shift was one uh at the end of the day yeah. it is what it is it, you yeah, know that yeah. kind of thing yeah uh luckily we don't have to worry about that usually it was just a guy uh touting how great we were doing and then telling everybody we don't have any money now they just tell you they don't have any money but uh, the well, uh, <laughs> they're they're cutting out the middle, man. At least yeah. they're at least they're cutting out the inconvenient yeah. part. You just cut to the chase. Yeah, you just just tell me and lie to me that you don't have anything. But anyway, uh, someone asked uh, people to name unspoken office rules that should never be broken. This is a uh, this is a survey. 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 Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Why, why is it not working? I don't know. I couldn't tell you. Well, but, uh, anyway, I got everything uh, going the way it's supposed to be. Survey says that's what it was supposed to say. Anyway, uh, if you've ever been in a meeting uh, forever and your boss says, "Okay, anything else? Keep your mouth shut." We once had an employee here who uh, no longer works for this company, thank God. But uh, we had a staff meeting, and the same thing happened. Does anybody have any questions? And uh, this woman came up with five. The meeting had already been going on for way too long, yeah. and she had a lot to get off her chest. If there's a meeting over 15 minutes, I'm really not going to be want to, wanting to be part of it. I think if you have questions, you wait until after it's over, and everyone's uh, like, you know, moving back to their offices or cubicles, and they say, uh, oh, "Excuse me, uh, boss, uh, boss man, can yeah. I ask a question?" Be be like the geek in school. Uh, yeah. Stays after class and right. asks the boss and asks the teacher. Ask a it privately, right? 
Uh, don't be too efficient. It makes other people look bad, and your boss will just ask you to do more. If you're not busy, don't tell anyone. Yeah, I learned that. I learned that quick. Yeah, yeah. I haven't been efficient at my job in almost 27 years. Well, I, that's weird because you won a Hall of Fame award uh, for the Massachusetts Broadcasters Association. Yeah, uh, imagine where I'd be if I applied myself. You wouldn't go any farther than that, even if you did. Could have been a National Hall of Fame had I just put a little bit of effort. Uh, is there a National Radio Hall of Fame? There is, actually, really? yes. I had no idea. There is. What's it called? Marconi it's called the, Museum? It's called the National Broadcasters Hall of Fame. Oh. Oh. This is oh, where people go to die. Where dead people get recognized. Yes. Uh, the third time you walk past someone in a day doesn't require a hello. You just say hi the first time, nod the second time, and just ignore them the rest after that. I just go right to the third one and ignore everybody. I don't even say hi. I'll go after the show. I'll go up and say hi to uh, everybody up in the office. I will not as, say as hi. they walk past their offices. Yeah, I will not say hi unless they look up and see me, and then I have to say hi. Yeah, I don't like, want to do that. For example, I'll go up. I'll say hi to Marianne, hi to Jean, hi to Aaron, and into my office. Mm -hmm. And at that point, I don't say hi to anybody. And then that, uh, that one girl who keeps her door closed all the time. Yeah, but I don't blame her for that. No, I don't blame her for that either. A lot of yep, yep going on all the time. I don't think she cares if anybody says hi to her or not. Because usually when somebody says hi to her, it requires some other kind of work that she has to do because yeah. she's payroll lady. I mean, I'll say hi when she's around, yeah. when she's uh, out of her office. So, yeah. You know, nice that way. Very nice person. Oh, I, very nice. But it's just uh, she knows. She knows she doesn't want to be bothered. So she closes the door. There's even a door that says skip this. There's a sign on her door that says skip this room. There's very few I don't know if, if that means cleaning or does that mean saying hi. Well, so she deals with like very personal, uh, yeah. you know, you know, information, you know, HR information that people shouldn't have access to. Yeah. Uh, but everybody else pretty much has an open door policy here. I don't understand that either. I don't know, if, if I door. Yeah, I mean, I've got a door in my office, but, you know, I, I leave it open, you know, in case of ambushes. No, you know what it is? It's the people who leave their doors open in hopes that somebody will stop by. I don't want anybody having too much conversation with me. Uh, never reheat something smelly like fish. That gal Leslie used to do that here uh. every week. There was like a, oh, I had, you know, it was like gourmet meals. I had salmon with couscous last night, and I'm reheating it at 5 a.m. Yeah. Because yeah. I'm sure all of you would enjoy the smell of this disgusting fish. <laughs> and every day the building smells like a dead animal has been yeah. sitting inside of it. Uh, especially right before somebody else uses the microwave, you will cross-contaminate their food with the fish stink. Uh, if you don't want people using your coffee mug, don't leave it in the kitchen. If you leave it there, it is now a communal mug. I would never drink out of one of those mugs. It's always going to be a throwaway cup. Yep. I know we're, we're out of time here, uh, but uh, hey, I, I, I don't know what to say now. I, I'm, really, I'm being rushed. It's 7 o'clock on Rock 102. And now, Bax's View from the Couch. Brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Good people, rock solid service at every Rocky's Ace Hardware. Hey, good morning sports fans. How the heck are you? Folks, I'm going to take a moment to not talk about Bill Belichick. I know that may be hard to listen to, but you're going to have to bear with me. I'm not going to talk about him here. I'm not going to talk about which super wild card playoff game he'll be watching this weekend because I just don't know what he's got planned. I can, however, tell you this. If Bill Belichick has any intention of watching tomorrow night's game between the Miami Dolphins and the Kansas City Chiefs, 
then he better damn well have a premium subscription to Peacock Plus or he'll be out of luck. You see, unless you happen to have a ticket or live in either the Kansas City or Miami metropolitan areas, the only way to watch that game is by streaming it on NBC's Peacock Plus. This is all part of NBC's $110 million broadcast deal with the NFL. You know, the one that excludes all but 30 million people in this country. Of course, I suppose that could change if you happen to sign up for Peacock Plus in the next 24 hours. I'm choosing not to do that because to do so would require another paid subscription to a streaming service that I am probably never ever going to use again. But if you're one of those saps who's willing to part with another costly expense of $5.99 a month and you knock yourself out. Just be forewarned that the streaming of that game will be periodically interrupted by poorly situated commercial breaks that can only be avoided if you are willing to spend an additional $6 a month to get rid of them. But by then, the Peacock will have already picked your pocket to the tune of $120 a year. Now, I would be happy to pay that sort of money if I knew that money was going to keep Taylor Swift warm and toasty in her Arrowhead luxury suite while everybody else outside is getting frostbite. But I'm already spending money on Netflix, Hulu, and Apple Plus, and I'm already illegally signed into somebody else's Disney and HBO Max membership. I simply cannot afford to tack on one more expense because you see... What NBC doesn't understand is that for the typical football fan who does not reside in either Kansas City or Miami, we consumers find this exclusionary decision to be total horse crap. This isn't some meaningless regular season game. It's the playoffs. And frankly, I've already invested enough money in this game by using FanDuel and DraftKings. Frankly, I think I've invested more than enough. But hey, enough of my yapping sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Get a Stanley three-piece wood chisel set, 10 bucks. Get the Irwin Quick Grip Heavy Duty One-Handed Bar Clamp, 10 bucks. It's a 10 buck tool sale on right now at Rocky's. Stanley Irwin Hand Tools, only 10 bucks. All month long at your neighborhood Rocky's Ace Hardware. I'm back, that's my view from the couch. Rock 102, Springfield. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock at 713 and Don Henley. With Bax and Nagel and Rock 102. Mix of sun and clouds today. Yeah, see, see, it's I'm a catch-all. I'm catching on. It's a catch-all. It's yeah. like you can't possibly be wrong. You say a mix of sun and clouds. I can that, be... that describes every day. I put the is in Brian Lapis. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's yeah, right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's right. Anyway, it's 33 right now in downtown Springfield. Did you watch that uh, press conference yesterday? Yeah, actually, we had a uh, morale lunch upstairs yesterday in the conference room, and uh, we watched it live. I uh, I chose to uh, build my morale at home. Yeah, I heard. Away from all the uh, the rigmarole oh, of uh, of the office staff. I heard what you did. I just went home. You left us high and dry is what you do. I didn't leave anybody high and dry. You are just... part of the staff. Every other staff member was there. Yeah. Except for the sales team. I had a very busy afternoon yesterday. You were? Yes. What were you doing? I had to make my own lunch. I had, uh, I had some socks to fold. I had uh, a lot of things to do. Okay, fine. Well, whatever. I mean, to me, that's a, a perfectly good excuse. Those socks aren't going to fold themselves while I'm not there. That is true. I, I'll give you the benefit. All right, so there you go. But, uh, yes, Bill Belichick has parted ways with the New England Patriots after 24 years as head coach, which is the fifth longest tenure in NFL history. It's a long time. Uh, he had a total of 296 wins with the Pats. Uh, that puts him second on the all-time list for wins for a single team. He's be only uh, behind uh, George Hallis, 
who won uh, 324 with the Bears. The Bears. Yep. Papa Bear, George Hallis. Um, But uh, you can tell it was very emotional. And uh, Bob Kraft, uh, it was just like, you know, two old guys uh, just parting ways there. I wish this old bastard the best. (laughs) I loved working for this old bastard. I love this son of a bitch. This son of a bitch was the best boss I ever had. Where are you, Belichick? I'm 30,000 feet above your head, you bastard. Now they have to hire some other son of a bitch to work for this bastard. (laughs) Ah, oh, look at the little bastard baby. <laughs> the cute son of a bitch. Um, but you know, uh, the, the thing that I appreciated about it, because, you know, listen, uh, I have uh, at times in my career uh, have lost my job, and it hasn't always been an amicable situation. And I've known more than my share of people who have uh, lost their job, and it's not always amicable there either. But you really got the sense that this was a decision that they both agreed on. Mutual. It was yeah. that it feels like, in fact, it was a mutual agreement. Uh, yeah, mutual agreement. And Robert Kraft said that Belichick achieved uh, what what Belichick achieved in New England will, quote, never be duplicated. He's probably right. Yeah. Still, the uh, Patriots uh, slide to the bottom of the AFC in the four years since Tom Brady left was definitely a factor in Kraft being OK with letting him go, I would think. <laughs> Uh, Belichick said he's going to move on, but there's no word yet where he'll end up. But he added, quote, this is the day of gratitude. This is the day of gratitude and celebration. I'll always be a patriot. Doesn't even make a, like, doesn't even smile. I thought, I heard, and again, maybe it's just my mind playing tricks on me. I thought I heard some kind of emotion squeak out of his voice. It could have been like a like a spit bubble. Yeah, it could have been an old man noise. Yeah, you know? it may not yeah. have been like you know him you know uh, holding back tears. Like for example, when Pete Carroll got uh, let go this week in Seattle, he was very emotional, mm-hmm. very very emotional. You know, talking about his his wife who was a, a big supporter and everything. He got emotional. Bill's not really an emotional guy, but if you listen very carefully, you're gonna hear it. You could hear like that little. I don't know. There was something something going on there. It almost felt like there's a pulse. Did you ever hear him laugh? Huh. It's just a huh. Yeah. That's him practically falling on the floor laughing. Well, no, that he goes, ha ha, when he's really yeah. excited about it. You're going to really break up the room to get that. And then Tom Brady issued a statement saying, quote, I'm incredibly grateful to have played for the best coach in the history of the NFL. Could have never uh, been the player I was without you, Coach Belichick. I'm forever grateful. That's got a burn for the Tampa Bay coach. Oh, yeah. Bruce, Ar- Bruce Arians is probably really yeah, angry now. Yeah. Oh, really? The best coach I worked for, huh? Yeah. Who gave you that last Super Bowl win? Believe huh? it was this guy right here. Yeah. Uh, Brady and Belichick went to nine Super Bowls together, won six of them. Uh, the team also notched the 31 playoff wins, which is a record for a head coach. Andy Reid is second with that with 22. That's a pretty big jump. It's a big 22 jump. 22 to 31. So... Well, there you go. Uh, no more Belichick. Well, so now the uh, so there's like a bunch of questions now. Questions like, well, where does he go from here? Um, many people are believing that he's not done coaching. That there's other opportunities. Atlanta, the Chargers. Uh, I've heard even Dallas, which I can't imagine uh, he'd want to go there. Or the Raiders. There's a couple other uh, like possibilities. J.R. Ewing, Dallas. That Dallas? Yeah, like I shot JR type of Dallas. Yes, exactly. Oh, all right. But um, the other question is, well, then who replaces him? Oh, I don't I, know. I brought something up in the uh, the view from the couch, which is kind of, I think, uh, a, a very apt and, and uh, brilliant comparison. This would be like 
replacing Babe Ruth in the lineup with the New York Yankees in 1934. Yeah. Yeah, someone's got to fill that position. And the Yankees filled it with a guy named George Twinkletoes Selkirk. Oh, yeah. And the reason why you don't hear about George Twinkletoes Selkirk is compared to Babe Ruth, he sucked. Well, I mean, it's usually you don't you never want to be the guy after the guy. Yeah, right. If only we had some sort of example of that exact type of uh, belief system. No idea what you're talking about. But uh, the the names that are out there, Mike Vrabel, Gerard Mayo, uh, maybe one or two others that uh, might uh, might emerge. You don't know. I think it's going to be Vrabel, but I also heard yesterday that people say it's going to be Mayo. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I know Mike Vrabel was fired from Tennessee. You know the reason why he was fired? Wow. This is actually pretty interesting. So a couple of weeks ago, he was uh, honored into the Patriots Hall of Fame. Yeah. And so he was in Foxborough uh, to uh, to receive that uh, that honor. Yeah. The owner of the Tennessee Titans, uh, Amy Adams Strunk, uh, uh, apparently was so pissed that he was in Foxborough to receive this honor, feeling like it was somehow... Uh, you know, disloyal to the uh, the Tennessee Titans. So she gave the guy the boot. She couldn't get over uh, that he would uh, he would do something in Foxborough, even though it was the 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 best chunk of his career. Well, why would you have a problem with that? I don't know. I mean, I'd be happy for the guy. Why are people uh, jealous of other people's successes? What I don't that? know. What's the point of it? Do they not realize the, the hard work and the effort that went into getting all of that pomp and circumstance? Amy Adams not... Amy Adam Strunk is like worth billions of dollars. She's strunk drunk. Yeah. Sounds like. To me, she's she's the winner. She's always going to be the winner. She's got more money than she to do with. And you're going to let Mike Vrabel's uh, you know, weekend trip to Foxborough piss you off to the point where you're going to fire the former... NFL coach of the year? I don't think so. So he's a to me he's is his connection to the Patriots is pretty strong. He's an excellent coach. That would be the guy I'd hire. What if he uh, turns around and wins a title now with another team, Bill? Um, he better well damn have a franchise quarterback to do it. Yeah, but what if he doesn't? Then uh, what if he do, what if he turns it around and uh, you know he he gets another one of these uh, boy wonders and and uh, you know what we'll we'll sit and accept it kind of the same way we sat and accepted when Tom Brady won a Super Bowl or when like you know Ray Bork won a Stanley Cup yeah you know you just gotta you just gotta sit there or when like Wade Boggs won a World Series in New York you just gotta sit there and take it. You know, I'm going to say an unpopular opinion here, but I don't think Bill Belichick really had anything to do with any of those wins. I think that was all Tom Brady because you watched footage of Tom on the field. Yeah. He's the one talking to the players, and he's the one encouraging them, and he's the one giving them uh, – Yeah, you know, but, uh, but Bill Belichick is the one that got all those players ready to win that game prior to kickoff. What do you mean? Like preparing for the game, studying game film, having a strategy both offensively and defensively to uh, to take on whatever foe they faced in in the in the the Super Bowl. It's a whole lot more complicated than just getting a bunch of guys on a field and throwing footballs around. How many how many like new plays can be created? Thousands. Or, or are they all hundreds of thousands? Have they all been done? They have not all been done because there's always someone that's got another way. It's a very creative game. It allows uh, for many different scenarios to take place and a certain level of uh, 
creativity yeah. and, and, and uh, you, you know, uh, yeah. other things. I'm going to stand by what I said and say Bill Belichick would have been nothing without Tom Brady. Nothing. Really? Yeah. You think so? I think it's a, it's a matter of a perfect storm. Like all like the chemistry of everybody in that team being in such lockstep. But that's what made that team great. Under Bill Belichick and with Tom Brady. If Tom Brady didn't have anybody to throw to, then Tom Brady might not have been a great quarterback. Had there not been an offensive line to uh, to protect him from defenses, he might not have been that great of a quarterback. I'll play devil's advocate and say Bill Belichick was the worst coach the New England Patriots ever had. Oh, I'm going to come over there and slap you silly. That's what I'm going to do. Tom Brady was the real coach and the real brains and the and the nuts behind that whole please, operation. Please. You don't think so? No, I don't. I don't think so. I, I, again, I, it's a perfect storm. A perfect combination of 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 chemistry that's what did it is that so yes no i yeah. think it was tom brady well you're wrong it was all tom brady oh my god look at the time oh, look at it's 724 rock 102 balls hey it's uh 726 show. with bax and nagel at rock 102 is that what this is yeah i was busy uh looking at uh, other things candy. and not paying attention to uh, the show candy crush well, you know, I said it before. It's Friday. It's payday. I uh, and this candy ain't gonna crush itself. That's right. Absolutely. I, I've got to got a lot of moves left to make. Mmm, delicious, tasty. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have open line Friday coming up next hour. That'll be fun. It's always fun. Well, for the most part, it, occasionally no, it's fun. Depends. Uh, again, uh, you might want to think now about what you want to present in an open line forum. Uh, sans profanity or hate speech i don't care whatever you can say whatever you want no profanity no hate speech well, those are my two big bugaboos it depends on who you're hating like if you hate the dutch i can i'm in full agreement with you i know a lot of very good dutch people that would be deeply offended by hate speech against the dutch that's that's one of my favorite austin powers line from michael kane oh, i hate the Dutch, like, <laughs> like of the of all the random people in the world you could possibly hate, way well, he's got a beef against the Dutch, yeah. which I think is is pretty hilarious. I'm, I'm I'm thinking more like a you know Blazing Saddles, where a you know Sheriff Bart, you know before he becomes oh, right, sheriff, right, says, right. I, I I just uh, thought I would point out that uh, my grandmother was Dutch. Uh, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, it right. didn't really matter. There you go. But uh, anyway. uh, yeah, so anyway, open line Friday coming up after eight o'clock. So wheat, and, and we got news next on Rock 102. Here's your Western. 731 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It's time for news, and it is brought to you by Gary Rome Hyundai. Technicians get up to a $5,000 sign-in bonus right now. Learn more at GaryRomeHyundai.com slash family. His local radio icon, Steve Nagel. Thanks, Bax. An Ohio man was arrested for charges in connection to a fire in the stairwell at MGM Springfield on Tuesday. According to the fire department, firefighters were called to MGM Springfield around 12, 10 a.m. Tuesday for a report of a fire in the MGM garage. Uh, smoke was found in a stairwell with a sprinkler system activated due to the fire in a trash can. A suspect was later located, 27-year-old Trevor Smith of Wooster, Ohio. He was arrested and charged with arson and possession of a Class B drug. You know, when they tell you that MGM is a smoke-free environment, that includes the garage. Yeah, you're not uh, You're not supposed to. Well, I don't know about that because they have those little things out there. It should of, include the garage. Well, it doesn't, though, because they have those little uh, outpost, smoker outpost things in front of every uh, elevator door, ever, like right outside in the garage. Yeah, see, that's I, I would not light up until I was in my car. Of course, I don't smoke, but if I did, 
I would wait till I was off the uh, the MGM campus. Yes, that might be uh, that might be something that you should consider. But eh, this guy he's just I, having I, a little fun. Listen, I, I don't want nothing to go burning down because somebody uh, put an errant cigarette in a in a receptacle and yeah. all of a sudden. Whoosh, I don't, I don't want to see that. But it happens. I know. People get angry. They, they want get, to light fires. They get careless. Don't you know that only you can prevent casino fires? Isn't that uh, Sanford Townsend Band, the smoke from the casino fire? Isn't I don't that, believe uh, so. You don't think so? Don't think so. I like that song, by the way. That is a good one. When I'm uh, when I'm in a yacht rock mood, that's the one, that's one of my go-to. That and You Make Me Feel Like Dancing by Leo Sayer. Oh, that's good. Uh, yeah. That's a good one, too. Yeah. I was, uh, was a bigger fan of uh, Long Tall Glasses by uh, Leo Sayer. Oh, yeah. I like that one, too. Yeah, it's a good one. Uh, at approximately 7.45 p.m. on Thursday, Longmeadow Police received a, a call for a reported car accident involving a tree at the intersection of the Converse Street and Redfern Drive. The tree went out of control? <laughs> Did anyone check the tree's registration? Uh, Longmeadow Fire and police personnel were immediately dispatched to the area, and upon arrival, they found a car uh, had not only struck a group of trees, but became lodged within them, trapped approximately 10 feet up in the air. Two occupants were found in the vehicle. They were evaluated and reported no injuries, despite the calamity of the scene. The calamity. Yeah. Uh, the occupants were removed with assistance by both Longmeadow Police and Fire and the East Longmeadow Fire, Fire Department. The cause of the accident remains under investigation. But they just got this uh, the car just like sitting in the middle of the trees. Like uh, like uh, like like wedged in the trees. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, I know that intersection. I just uh, you'd have to be kind of hauling ass to get to airborne. Yeah, I was thinking that. I'm like the way the car looks on on uh, at least on the camera anyway. Uh, a high rate of speed to get that high up and stuck between, and luckily not hitting that building that's there. There's a like an apartment complex back there, isn't there? Red Fern Drive, isn't that the? They're showing a building on there. It looks like a. Um, well, there's a uh, or assisted living home or something yeah. like that. No, it's not. It, it, there's it's it's like three corners of uh, of Red Fern and uh, oh Red Fern Converse. Yeah, that's the one with the. There's a light there. Yes, that right. So there is like either condos or that maybe a community center or something there. I don't. I, I, I believe remember. the. Uh, I believe there's a nursing home over there. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. what it is. So there you go. That's uh, that's pretty high rate of speed to be getting that high up. I don't know what you're thinking. Driving through Long Meadow like that. Yeah, that's well past the posted speed limit of either Redfern or Converse. Uh, a Springfield man was arrested after detectives received information that he had a firearm. Ooh, somebody's got a firearm. Well, let's get somebody on that. <laughs> According to the Springfield police, around 12.45 p.m. on Wednesday, detectives received information that 38-year-old Jose Allende, who was Allende to gun, uh, had, a, had a gun and located him inside of a car on the 100 block of Dickinson Street. A traffic stop was conducted on Belmont Avenue and detectives found a loaded firearm, which was reported stolen out of Norwich, inside Allende's crossbody bag. Uh, they also seized an unloaded girls gun, a large capacity magazine, and two additional firearm magazines. Well, these magazines. I thought the people who's reading magazines? Nobody. Anymore. What is it? Highlights for kids? Kid, uh, yeah, cat fancy. Yeah. 
Oh, maybe it's uh, shooting monthly. Guns and ammo. Girls, guns and ammo. It's got Scooby-Doo as the mascot on the head. Zoink, Scoob! Yeah. Allende was uh, arrested and charged with a slew of charges, and uh, he'll be back in court. He'll be back. Uh, He's got a lot of explaining to do. That's for, that's for damn sure. Uh, good thing you caught yourself there. What? It almost sounded like you were going to say something uh, uncouth. No. What are you talking about? Uh, very sophisticated guy. SH words. You know. No, come on. A uh, Springfield man was in court Thursday in connection with distributing cocaine. According to the Department of Justice, 44-year-old Hector Quinones was arrested on January 20th, 22, for having allegedly 236 grams of cocaine with the intent to distribute. A federal grand jury indicted him in April of 2022. On Thursday, Quinones pleaded uh, guilty to one count of possession with intent to distribute. He faces up to 10, 20, I'm sorry, 20 years in prison, three years supervised release, and a fine of up to a million dollars. How do they collect the money on people who don't have money? Um. Well, I mean, don't you only have to come up with like 10% when you're paying a fine? Oh, I don't know. Well, well bail. Well, that's, this isn't bail. This, this is, is he's fine. been ordered to pay a million dollars. No, he's not going to pay that. Unless it's probably one of those, like, we go in and possess, we, we repossess all the things you bought with the drug money that well, you used. <clears throat> unless you're dealing it. Yeah, if you're using it. Nobody has a million dollars. They've been using it all on cocaine. I got a million dollars. You do? No, I wish I did. It would be nice to have a million dollars, wouldn't it? Just it w- for, like, play money. Yeah. It would be nicer to have, like, $800 million. Yeah, but I'll take a million dollars just to buy some dumb stuff with it. You know what I would do with a million dollars? What? Two chicks at the same time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I figure a guy like me with a million dollars, nobody wants to touch, but a guy with a million dollars, two chicks would want to touch. (laughs) A uh, rare bird was found in Massachusetts on New Year's Day. The red and gray vermilion flycatcher was found in the Burridge Pond Wildlife Management Area. Hmm. According to Mass Wildlife, it's uh, known to habit- habitat in the southwestern desert areas of the U.S. and is known to wander. However, it was ra- it's rarely observed in the northeast. The young male flycatcher, 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 was documented in the wildlife park located in the towns of Hanson and Halifax in Massachusetts. It has 1,638 acres of open land for public use, including hiking, biking, and birding. Mm. There have been uh, four other documented records of the vermilion flycatcher spotted in Massachusetts. The last one was on Cape Cod in October of 2022. Mass Wildlife advises uh, against feeding the wildlife birds because it does more harm than good. Mm. I'm surprised this isn't bigger news. Really? Mm-hmm. I've seen it uh, in a number of different places. It turns out uh, everybody's heard about, about the, the bird. That was a long way around to get to that, but we finally uh, delivered on it, and uh, I'm very proud of both of us. Friday payday, man. That's what it is. Friday payday. Don't care. Know how. Uh, A Chicago man is reportedly suing over a post shared on the Facebook group, Are We Dating the Same Guy? and seeking $75 million in damages. 
by claiming the comments directed to him were ill-intended. The group was put in place with the intention of, quote, protecting women in the age of online dating, but has been criticized by Nico D'Ambrosio. Oh, yeah, Nico D'Ambrosio. I like that salad that he makes. Uh, it's ambrosia. No, that's how much I feel. <laughs> <laughs> For allegedly tainting his image with false accusations that stem from different dating experiences, he's reportedly suing more than 50 people and companies. Wow. Yeah. Uh, in the complaint filed in district court in Chicago, Nico has accused multiple people of ruining his reputation with demeaning remarks and claims he's been the subject to defamation, emotional distress, and more. The comments under the post featuring his picture in details had remarks that described him as, quote, very clingy, as some women claimed he had, quote, ghosted, ghosted them uh, <laughs> after sleeping with them. The screenshots posted on the Facebook group said his pictures had been shared on the group before, and he had a reputation for allegedly calling women names when they refused to sleep with him. Oh, he's like uh, was the guy Elaine dated. You got a big head. <laughs> <laughs> Nico reportedly uh, defended himself by saying that he and the woman who initially posted about him on the Facebook group met at an event in Chicago. They chatted briefly before indulging in consensual sex. They met again over a handful of dates, but, quote, never engaged in an exclusive dating relationship. Hmm. Although the group is intended to help women look out for one another, the complaint alleges that the women named uh, therein lied maliciously, causing stress, anxiety, and unspecified lost earnings for Nico. You know, I'm... um I'm so glad that I never had to do online dating of any kind. Yeah, yeah. I'm, 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 I'm delighted by that fact because with all the things that people do online, all the, the, uh, the, 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 the savage, mean-spirited uh, you know, revenge that people take out yeah. on social media posts, if you're dating... Uh, and you use like uh, like, like a match.com, for example, and it doesn't go well. It wouldn't take a whole hell of a lot to someone to take a selfie and say, don't ever date this guy. He's a douche. And all of a sudden now you're uh, you're Steve Nagel the douche. Um, do you want to go through that? Go through life being uh, described that way. I have been known like that my entire life. So yeah, but that's a professional. But that's a professional reason. No, it's it's an everyday thing. I'm a douche. I get it. I I understand. Listen, you spend more than five minutes with me. I I would have been up on this uh, post too. This guy's a douche. I'm just saying this ramifications for your bad behavior. And if you know this is a you know done. As an online thing, yeah, there's a great deal of risk involved to your to your personal reputation. According to the Philadelphia Inquirer, he's suing 27 named women, a group of unified Jane Doe's, one man, 20 different parts of the Facebook corporation Meta, Patriot Patreon, GoFundMe, and the website AreWeDatingTheSame.com. Okay. The Facebook uh, wow. group provides a platform for users to share details about people they are dating or intend to date, so fellow users can share their opinions about the person. Uh, about the person should know they know. About the person should they know them? You know. Yeah. Whatever. Right. Nico's attorneys have reportedly denied he sent a harassing texts to women that were later circulated on Facebook. They added that even in their even if their clients sent the messages, they would be quote protected under the First Amendment as free speech. Well, it'll be interesting to see how that one works out or if it even takes off as a lawsuit. Yeah, good luck with Most that. Most time they throw them out right away like that.
We'll see what happens. Yeah, I see that uh, being tossed. Uh, your Pioneer Valley forecast, a mix of sun and cloud. Oh, it's actually sunny right now. Yeah. Look at the sun shining through the window. And there are clouds in the sky. So it's a mix of sun. Exactly. And clouds. Uh, tomorrow, rainy with a high of 51. It's 33 right now in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock 102. Ah, oh, yeah. At the Rumble. Rock 102 Springfield Classic Rock. It's 751 and Foreigner. With Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. A uh, mix of sun and clouds, but mostly successful this morning is Marty Caproni. Is <laughs> hey, here what a surprise yeah, to see hello, you hello. here. Hey, fellas, how are you? Yeah, very good. It, it's, is it possible that you look better than the last time we saw you? I mean, is it? It's really straightening the deck chairs of the Titanic at this point. But I, if I look slightly relieved, yes, it is because... Uh, after all of that uh, scrambling around and uh, hoping that people turned out and everything else, everyone came out last night, and uh, I feel good today. Steve was uh, talking about it earlier today. It sounded like uh, the night just crushed. Uh, it was. I can't say enough nice things about the place, about the family that owns it, the, the wait staff, and most importantly, man, the listeners. I mean, how, how crazy was that, Steve? That place was packed. It was to the uh, walls. We yeah, were putting yeah. tables and chairs in. Yeah, we're we, adding chairs to the room. Uh, wait till we wait till we try to get the smaller tables in there too, like the uh, the, the comedy size tables. That will uh, that would be yeah. a real a, a real boom for uh, for the way it is because there there it there was not really any room in the place. Ba- you know? Baby steps, baby steps. Yeah, I mean it was it was that packed, which is great. Yeah, and and uh, and, and that was just the Thursday show. To yeah, get, to get that many people for the Thursday show. You haven't even brought in you know, the, the big weekends, headliners yet. You're right. still a couple, uh, is it a week away from that or yeah, two weeks? Two, two or three, two or three. Uh, I think it's the first week of February is the first weekend show. That's slated. And so. that's uh, Metzger. Yeah. Yep. It'll be a great show. That's yep. going to be awesome. That's yeah. going to be yeah. great. Um, so, I'm sorry yeah. I missed it. I, you know, I'm, I'm now kicking myself in the ass for not being there. I'll tell you. Uh, well, it sounds like we're going to do uh, some more there, so uh, you'll have to make it out to one of them. But uh, what a... What a cool, right? What a cool time. Yeah. Um, and these people were, were fantastic who showed up. They were very into it. They, and that's what you always want. You want people who are ready for comedy, not people who go, my son told me to just come over here and uh, get me a ticket for the show. Uh, oh, what's these bad words they're using? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you get that. But the, you know, the, only, the only thing that I could have changed was we went a little long, but that was because the comedians were – having fun and there were so many people that we were adding stuff in and everything and you had to get everyone through the buffet line and everything that yeah. we had to start a little bit later but uh in general we try to get the show wrapped up by like 9:39:45 um so everyone can We were there till 10:40 last night. Yeah. Yeah. yeah wow. Sh- yeah. That's yeah. a late night. It was a, it was a late night but it was uh it was well worth it man the people. We only started about 10 minutes late but we had we had a lot of comics on the show. And uh, and then you know talking to everybody after and everything it was it was awesome. The thing I think is so incredible about this, and, and again, Marty Caproni's in the studio talking about the the new Loft Comedy Club yep. now at the Shortstop in Westfield. Uh, the thing that's amazing about it is you had that many people after forty eight hours of that's it. of announcing that you were moving, and that's and, and you know obviously you, you you came on the air and this is an award winning. A radio station with a substantially awesome sized audience, and you know, I mean, if you were an advertiser, so I mean, you would certainly want to uh, uh, consider the Bax and Nagel show because of its extraordinary power. Uh, but uh, yeah, I mean, to have that many people after only forty-eight hours is really pretty amazing. Yeah, you know what? But I and I'll tell you what—it's a credit to the show, 
And it's funny, you know, sometimes when you hear people be like, yeah, uh, radio, man, radio's, I, I don't, who does radio? I listen to podcasts, I listen to this or that. That room filled the way it was in two days was like a real eye opener for, for anyone who thinks that because it was it was amazing. It yeah. really was. Yeah, it was. A, it was a very good time. Yeah, good yeah. time had by all. Yeah, and what a nice family that owns it. You know, <clears throat> Nabil and and his wife Julie, and then their daughter. Uh, you know, she works that she. It's her restaurant. Monica's yeah. the chef in there. Yeah, yeah. She, she's she did, awesome. She did awesome. The, they had meatballs. You know, so I was like, yeah, it's meatballs, right? But they were. You could tell they were homemade and they were awesome. So I ate, I just ate a plate of meatballs. <laughs> that's what I ate all day yesterday. I played a meatball. Well, that was your nickname in high school was Meatball. I mean, I mean, that's <laughs> hurtful. That is hurtful. <laughs> I realize I'm not on a Peloton yet, Steve, yeah, but yeah, I yeah. will right after the show. No, that, that meant something completely different than a weight thing. It oh, was it's an Italian meatball. thing? Yeah. Uh, meatball. Yeah. Caproni meatball. Hey. Hey. hey oh. So uh, you had, uh, what did you have, like seven comics last night? Oh, at least, yeah. Yeah, yeah seven, eight. And, yeah. And... and and they were all good. These are you're, no one you're had kinda... a bad set. Every every single one. You know, you put on some newer guys to see how they you know they do and everything. Yeah. And and uh, we put we put out a few of the the newer guys and and they hit it out of the park too. So yeah, yeah. but you know, when you, I mean, when you've got a when you got a good crowd and yeah. they're and they're ready to laugh and ready to have a good time. Even a guy who would who would say, I don't feel a hundred percent great about the set I just had. You know, the, if the the crowd's having fun, they don't know that you didn't have. You know, your a your a game. Well, They're happy with the B game. Yeah. Well, you know, you know how you know it's going to be a crazy show. So you have the MC of the show, but usually someone will go up and bring them up, like, "Hey, this is your host." You know, and Carlos Garcia, who's super duper funny, yeah. uh, is my house MC, right? So uh, I was like, Carlos, I'm just going to go up because I wanted to do the announcement, silence your cell phones, don't please don't talk at the tables, blah blah blah, tip your weight stuff, all that, right up front, and then bring Carlos up, and I. In the announcements, I started getting laughs, and so like I started like finding myself telling jokes in the announcements. I'm like, "What are you doing, Marty? It's not, like, it's not your time. It's not your time. It's not your time." And uh, and I walked back, and I'm like, I just looked at Nagel. I looked at her. I'm like, "This is going to be an off the rails like complete." It, you could tell it was going to be a, a night. You know, that's awesome. Yeah, man. it was. Uh, it was great. All right, very good. Yeah, so thank you to everyone. You're welcome. And see you all next Thursday. And thank you guys. Uh, we have open line. All right, get the Friday. hell out of here now. <laughs> I think you've, I think you've kind of beaten this dead horse. You're, you yeah. know, you made me feel like I had to come in here this morning, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. and then you tell to tell me that. I literally said to Nabil, I am so looking forward to sleeping in. And I'll be like, and then all these people like, were, you got to come in. We'll yeah, see because you because all these people were like, oh, I can't wait to hear about this on the radio tomorrow. Not just from me. You hear yeah, from you. No, yeah. No. It's 7.58 on Rock 102. Live in concert, Saturday nights at 9. And now, Bax's View from the Couch. Brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Good people, rock solid service at every Rocky's Ace Hardware. Hey, good morning sports fans. How the heck are you? Well, folks, like every good dynasty, eventually it all comes to a crashing end. When the Romans were busy kicking ass by raping and pillaging their way across the Northern Hemisphere, eventually it came to a conclusion. I'm pretty sure no one saw it coming, but it did. Same thing happened to the Soviet Union and to the Beatles. Eventually, all the good stuff comes to an abrupt conclusion. And this week, what you have is the end of the Bill Belichick era with the New England Patriots. Now, as you know, yesterday, Bill Belichick left the Patriots through a mutual agreement with Mr. Kraft. 24 seasons, nine conference championships. 
six Super Bowl victories and 31 postseason wins, and that's just what he did in New England. Never mind the fact that during his entire career, he's been to 11 Super Bowls, won eight times, and won 22 conference championships, and then cemented himself as arguably the greatest head coach in the league's 104-year-long history. And now that it's over, he'll soon be somebody else's problem. The Patriots, on the other hand, have the difficulty in deciding who gets to replace a guy like that. After all, there's nothing better than replacing a guy who owns nearly every significant record in NFL history. A guy who's achieved things that seemed to be impossible during the salary cap era of professional football. And I'm sure many people could easily slip into that position without the impending burden of unfair comparisons. Who's it going to be? Mike Vrabel? Gerard Mayo? Maybe it's somebody else we haven't considered yet. My money is on Vrabel, but you never know. I mean, if you recall, I was, uh, wasn't all that hot in the Patriots hiring Bill Belichick in the first place 24 years ago. Clearly, I'm not a qualified judge in this situation. All I can tell you is replacing Bill Belichick is like replacing Babe Ruth in the New York Yankees lineup in 1934, which, as I should point out, was done by George Twinkletoe Selkirk. And the reason you never heard of that guy is because compared to Babe Ruth, he sucked. Will the same thing happen to the guy that replaces Bill Belichick? I sure hope not, but I wouldn't spend a whole lot of time holding your breath or placing a bet of the Patriots to win the Super Bowl next year because that's probably not going to happen. But hey, enough of my yapping sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. The road from Clutterville to Tiny Town begins at Rocky's. The big five-shell heavy-duty shelving unit, 60 bucks. Heavy-duty sure, heavy sure, storage totes, 9 bucks. The big ones are 13 Get out of Clutterville and get yourself to the nearest Rocky's Ace Hardware. I'm back. That's my view from the couch. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 810 and ACDC with Bax and Nagel and Rock 102. A mix of sun and clouds. See, I'm doing it again. A uh, high of 46 today. Tomorrow, lots of rain with a high of 51. It's 33 right now in downtown Springfield. You can never be wrong if you say it's a mix of sun and clouds. That's right. <laughs> yeah, ever. Unless it's going to be a fully, completely you know, cloudy day. What if I just say a mix of something, something? Yeah. Something, something. Right. Uh, Whatever the combination may be. Absolutely. (laughs) And now, live from the Richard Grieco Studios in East Long Meadow, Massachusetts, it's Open Open Live Friday! 293-1021. That is the number for Open Line Fridays. I cannot stress this enough. Keep your filthy language to yourself and your hate speech to some other radio station. Not here, because I will flip you like a cheese omelet. I believe it's uh, it was Dan Brown who said, uh, yeah, a little something-something in the weather today. And he wasn't wrong. No, he was not. It was a little yeah, something, a little, little bit of something, right. a whole yeah. lot of something. All right, the phones are already blowing up here, Steve uh, and Marty. Rock 102, good morning, who's this? Hey, you guys talking to me? Hey, oh, it's the Hawkman. Hawk What's up, buddy? Hey, how you guys doing this morning? You guys sound great after the comedy show. Yeah, yeah, uh, we're we're uh, we're a little tired, but we're okay. Yeah, I just want to give a shout out to Marty for making the comedy show wheelchair accessible, and the Hawkman and, and his crew will be showing up sometime you, in the near future. You know, Hawkman, uh, you can thank me, but I really had nothing to do with it. It's not like I went out there and built a ramp with my hands. It just happens to be that the place is on a on a ground floor. <laughs> oh, so it's not like in the basement. Can't wait to see no, you, though. No, it's not in the basement. Yeah. No, you don't have to go down an elevator shaft to get to the show. <laughs> if you like, cool. we can put some obstacles in the way of your chair or something yeah. just to make it fun for you. <laughs> Leave a broom handle out <laughs> or something. Well, after a couple of cores late, that would be fun to watch. <laughs> yeah, you know? you're absolutely right about that. All right, well, well listen. I give a, what? Can I just give a shout-out to Belly's Barnyard and Lair for 
making the hot man the atomic pepper burger yesterday. You know, I saw uh, your pictures there, Hawkman, and uh, that Belly's Barnyard looks pretty damn good. It's like, what is it, like a barbecue place? It's like homemade fresh food where it's all fresh, like barnyard, you know, all fresh, freshly made food. You can think of, you know, burgers, omelets, you name it. And the yeah. atomic burger has habanero peppers with the cayenne aioli. And I'll just say it lived up to its name because I was breathing fire for about uh, 24 hours. Oh, well, yeah, that's good. That's, uh, no, that's, that's good, good for a guy who's in a wheelchair. All right. Well, Hawkman, <laughs> you have yourself a great weekend. And we appreciate the call. Other people uh, trying to get in, okay? All right, guys. Thank you. All right. Uh, <laughs> Rock 102. Good morning. Who's this? Hey, guys. It's Mike Jones. Hey, hey Mike Jones. What's going on? Yeah, it's about time. I got you for the first time this year. All right. Love you. Right, thanks, man. Thank you. Okay. Rock, See, he's coming around. Rock 102. Good morning. Who's this? Hey, it's Rob. How you guys doing? Good, Rob. What's hey, up? Rob. Hey, I was on YouTube the other night, and I saw Steve recasting Kim. That was great. Oh, yeah. I didn't even know that was available for public viewing. Yeah, you should repost that. I mean, it was it was very good. I got to see people you guys talk about. I don't, I don't know what it looks like. Cohen looks like a geek. I never knew that. <laughs> you didn't know Cohen looked like a geek? No, not until I saw recasting Kim. Great job on that. Oh, well, Back, th- well thanks. Thanks for that. Barry Krieger's in that, too. <laughs> Oh, very cool. And yep. Dave Ratner. Oh, nice. Yeah. What? Dave yeah. Ratner from Mark. Dave Soda and Pet Food yeah. City? Yeah. It's a it's a video we made for one of the live shows and uh when when uh, we were pretending to recast the part of Kim Kardashian and uh we had Barry Krieger reading some lines. Oh, we had uh, Dave Ratner reading some lines and uh, Scott Cohen reading yeah. some lines. Yeah. That, was, that was a good video. Oh, that's pretty yeah. Yeah. Now I got to look yeah. it up. Well, All right. Well, thanks for the call. Appreciate it. All right. Uh, Rock 102. Good morning. Who's this? Hey, you talking to me? Hey! hey retired truck driver, Dave. All right, Dave, what's up? How are you ladies doing this morning? We're doing all um, right. Just going to make a couple of quick comparisons from an old NASCAR fan. Oh. Who watched drivers like Richard Petty overstay their doggone glory days by, heck, all of a decade. Um, you know, he should have gone off into the sunset, and for all my fellow Patriots fans, let him go. We had our heyday. Uh, we had our glory. Let the guy go with some good memories. You know, just let it go and and go with it. Jeez, right. buddy, buddy, you sound like you want us to go put him put him down behind the old bar. <laughs> <laughs> well, He's no, old yeah, yeller. I mean, uh, it, it, it was a quick turn. You know, uh, it, 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 uh, I was ready for a mediocre team after Brady left, and they tried to rebuild. And I heard that story uh, back in 83 after the debacle with the Bears and the Super Bowl. And, well, I don't know. Heck, I don't know how many years it was until they even came back on the radar. So, you know, just let it go. We had our glory days. And, um, I, you know, I don't know what you're going to find to do for a living. Uh, it's, it's tough going from, you know, the 100 miles an hour he's been running at to looking around saying, okay, what am I getting out of bed for this morning? Yeah. So, um, you know, let it go, guys. All right, we're going to let it go. Hey, you know what? Uh, we're going to let you go, too. Well, you're a NASCAR fan, right? 
Yes, sir. Yeah, and one of my favorite jokes, uh, NASCAR jokes, was uh, you remember uh, Andy Paquette? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he had this joke about uh, you know why Dale Earnhardt Jr. will never win a Daytona. Oh God! Oh God! Don't do it. Because he keeps pulling over at turn three to leave flowers. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, 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 oh. Oh, no. Uh, here we go. Oh, God. Let the hate mail begin. Oh, yep, boy. You're going to get it. All right. Thanks for the call. We appreciate it. Uh, Rock 102. Good morning. Who's this? Hey, it's Mark from Montague. What's going on, guys? Uh, we're good. What's going on? Hey, I don't know about Belichick, but last night you guys knocked it out of the park there at the, the uh, shortstop. Oh, thanks, man. Appreciate thanks, buddy. It, man. Out, outstanding. You, you had some top talent there. Uh, seen you guys many times. You know who I am, Steve. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, we'll be back. We'll be back, man. We'll. Thank I, you so I much, man. Enough. Okay, drive. You drive like an hour away to go to these shows. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I said, I'm up there in Montague, but you guys are well worth the trip. Well, thanks, thank man. you, man. We appreciate appreciate that. Hey, Ma- Marty. Same thing with you, buddy. You thanks, guys, pal. I love you on the show here too. Thank All you, right. bud. Thanks. Right. Thanks for the call. We'll see you next Thursday. All right. All right. Very There's good. one guy that likes you on the show. Yeah, All you right. know, it's so funny. I get drives an hour. Yeah, Rock 102. Good morning. Who's this? Good morning, everybody. Tom and Isla Meadow. Hello, hey, Tom. Tom. Hey, a quick hitter here. I got to get out of here. It's my birthday today. And oh, happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Me, thank you very much. My wife reminded me next year it's going to be a special birthday because this year I turned 68. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. He went away from yeah. 69. Yeah. The giggity birthday. <laughs> hey, anyway, um, <laughs> the uh, car accident in the Long Meadow. Yes. I used to run that uh, that place that uh, is in the background of that picture. It's Genesis House. It's an yes. independent living facility. Right. That's yeah. where uh, Phil Collins uh, lives. Yes. That's right. Yeah. It, yeah. Genesis House. I believe they His even car was a... in the air tonight. Hey, and, uh, and Steve, uh, you, you didn't get a TV yet, did you? No, I haven't gotten a TV yet. No, I, I, I don't need yeah, I'm going to wait till know, this thing completely craps out before I buy another one. <laughs> I thought you were well, saying. Well, what you might do, what you might want to do is, uh, you know, the two weeks before the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. a lot of deals out there. So, you know, just hold off if you if you want to hold off. and But, uh, yeah, around then is good. Where are you work, Manny's? No, I'm just a Costco consumer. Oh, there we go. All right, well, thanks for the call. We appreciate it. All right, uh, Rock 102, good morning. Who's this? Hey, how you doing? This is Jim from Warren. Hey, Jim Jim? from Warren. What's up? Oh, my blood pressure. How you doing? Uh, Hey, all right. What's going on? Hey, I got a joke, man. You ready? All right, keep it clean. I dreamt I was a muffler last night. A muffler? Yes, I woke up exhausted. Wow! You guys have a good one. (laughs) All right, man. A good damn joke right there. Rock 102. Good morning. Who's this? Rachel. Hi, Rachel. Hi, Rachel. Hello. I was at the show last night. You You were? Oh. Yes. Yes. You guys did great. Oh, well, thank you so much. Thanks, oh, Rachel. You. Yeah, yeah, we know. You're that, Rachel, you're the best. Thank you so much. Thanks for supporting. We we appreciate it. Actually, I was hoping to reserve two tickets for next week. D- oh, well. Done deal. Done we'll deal. consider that done deal, yeah. Rachel. Thank you so much. We'll see you next Thursday. Thank you. You guys have a good day. You yeah, too. Right. Uh, Rock 102, good morning. Who's this? Oh, they hung up. Rock 102, good morning. Who's this? 
Hi, this is Bill, the video game hunter from Agawam. Hey, Bill. Hey, Bill. What's, what's up? up? <laughs> not, not much. Last week, I said I was going to move to Holyoke to get away from your guys' yeah. signal. Yep. <laughs> but uh, I found out there was a lot of crime up there, so I was going to move into Westfield. And now I don't want to move to Westfield. <laughs> we, we got you cornered in all parts of this Pioneer Valley, sir. <laughs> yeah. I was thinking about doing a set, you know, one of these days at uh, Marty's place. You know, like a 30-second set. Send me a but message. My wife said I don't even last that long with her. Oh. <laughs> you, could, you, you sound like you have some material yeah. brewing already. Yeah, man. Yeah, don't don't waste all your A-game on this show. You know, <laughs> save it for Thursday at the, at the Loft Comedy Club. Hey, $20 in a show, that's pretty good. <laughs> That's right. It's more than yeah. your wife gets. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> Thanks for the call. All right, guys. <laughs> Rock what a... Oh, uh, nuts. Oh, uh, nuts. Uh, well, okay, well, that seems to be... No, that's one coming. You got a couple more coming. Okay, okay here we go. All right, uh, Rock 102, good morning. Who's this? Hey, guys, it's me. Hey, me. What's up? It's <laughs> you. Hey. I just want to give a shout out to uh, my penis. All right. All right. Well, okay. Shout it out then. Uh, Rock 102. Good morning. Who's this? Man, I call 15 times. It's Mike Jones. How can you guys do that? I love you guys. Love love you you too, Mike. Thanks. One more call. Rock 102. Good morning. Who's this? Hey guys, it's Dad Joke Chet from Palmer. Hey, Chet hey, from okay. All right, go, go ahead, Dad Joke Chet. What do you got for us today? All right. Uh, well, I was taking a multiple choice anatomy test, and yeah. the first question was, "Where is the spinal cord located?" Yeah. I couldn't think of the answer, so I just circled back. <laughs> okay. Very good. All right. All right. Next one. I uh, broke up with my girlfriend Lorraine last week. Yeah. So I could start seeing this new girl named Claire Lee. And everything turned out all right because I can see Claire Lee now that Lorraine is gone. Ah, <laughs> look at you, you old Johnny Nash bastard. Yeah. <laughs> this last one, I uh, was driving through Agwam past the Polish club, and uh, they had a good one on their sign, so I'm going to steal it from them this week. Give a shout-out to the Polish club and... I'm sure there's seven Tammies there, so shout out to all the Tammies. <laughs> They're all. Uh, is, that, is that where they go after their shift at the? Wait, is that yeah. where they go after their shift at the Duncans that you were talking about? <laughs> I'm sure that's where they all end up. Yeah. Right. Catch over there. All right, I'm sorry to interrupt you. Yeah. Keep going. That's okay. No problem. Yeah. They were giving a shout out to the guy who invented the zero. There. Hey, buddy. Thanks for nothing. <laughs> I'm surprised Polish people could even spell that on a sign. <laughs> I'm not going to touch that one. Ah, yeah, I'm not kidding. All right, well, thank you very much. Well, thank you, guys. <laughs> hey, and again, don't call me Chet. Thanks, Mom and Dad. Just call me Chet. Ah, what an ah, exceptional man. open line Friday. Ooh, Haven't had that one that good in a long time. Successful. And you know what? Even Mike Jones kept it clean. Yeah. 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 About time he learned yeah. his lesson. See? Good guy. Bax and Nagel. It's 824 on Rock 102. Rock 102 and feel good shop. Lo- it's 826 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Dan Brown will give you the forecast because he's really good at it. Uh, no, he uh, he really truly is. Uh, real quick, uh, Rock 102 at feelgoodshoplocal.com. Want to help you start a brand new uh, year off with a shopping spree. Over 50 local businesses on the site. You can shop from the comfort of your own home. You enter into rock102.com. 
could win a $100 gift certificate to feelgoodshoplocal.com. We'll choose the next winner on January 16th. That is right around the corner. It's your chance to win with feelgoodshoplocal.com and Rock 102 Springfield's Classic Rock. Sweet. We got uh, Marty in the studio. Happy yeah. to be here. Good to see you. Oh God, that was a good open line Friday. Though. It was, that man. Was, uh, we, we we like to we like to go out on a bang at the, at the end of the week. And that yeah, was a good bang. So like from now until the end of the show, just mailing it in. <laughs> well, we were kind of mailing it in even before open line Friday. Now we're really mailing it in. Cruise control. That's it. It's Eight twenty-seven news is next to Rock One Hundred Two. Here's your Western Mass news first alert for. It's 8.30 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It's time for news brought to you by Servia Locksmith. They got a key for that, St. James Avenue in Springfield or servialocksmith.com. Is local radio icon Steve Nagel. Thanks, Bax. Two Springfield men were arrested Tuesday evening <laughs> after a traffic stop led to the seizure of a loaded ghost gun. According to uh, Springfield Police Spokesman Ryan Walsh, police attempted to stop a vehicle around 11 p.m. on Tuesday on State Street for not having a valid inspection. Now, had these folks gone to the Steve Nagel College of Knowledge, they would have known that your inspection needs to be up to date before you go around doing shady stuff like carrying a ghost gun. The vehicle continued and stopped several times before coming to a complete stop on Catherine Street. The driver... 18-year-old Samuel Irene's colon of Springfield was arrested for failing to stop for police. Inside the vehicle, police could visibly see a prepackaged bag of marijuana, but Irene's colon and the passenger, 20-year-old Tavion Ross of Springfield, were not of the legal age to possess. Now, so, has anyone uh, been able to confirm whether Irene's colon was packing heat? It was packing a load of marijuana. There was a lot of marijuana on Irene's colon. Yeah, well, yeah. I, I, bet, I bet you that's true. After searching the vehicle, officers found drug packaging materials and a loaded ghost gun in the glove box. Oh, they found a ghost gun in Irene's colon's glove box. <laughs> Police then arrested Ross for firearm charges. <laughs> oh, it's, are you rossing Irene's colon? <laughs> and Irene's colon has been charged with carrying a loaded firearm without a license. You got to be careful; those things that go off in your face. <laughs> Possession of <laughs> can't be out there packing on your colon. Possession of a large capacity firearm. Possession with a firearm without a license. Possession of a high capacity magazine and a feeding device. A feeding device from Irene's colon. Uh, I had a friend who tried that in college and ended up in the emergency room. I think it was a movie called The Centipede. Did you ever see that one? Uh, possession with intent to distribute a class D drug. Oh, class D drug. Irene's colon had the D. Okay. So the D was the D was in. Irene's colon is what yeah. you're saying? Okay. Yeah, yeah, all right, yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah, right. Sure and a failure to stop for police, but Irene's colon is fighting that one. <laughs> Irene's <sighs> colon was loaded. <laughs> now, will Irene's colon uh, and their uh, public defender be looking for any mo motions uh, or movements a in court? A motion to release. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> release Irene's colon, judge. Release it. Well, this case has been backed up for months. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then you got Dom Dom going, you see what I'm talking about? They let these colons right back out on the street. Just flooding the streets with the vitriol. 
<sighs> Not to make her the butt of a joke. But, oh! Yeah. <laughs> no. There's a comedian. You know, they should rename the shortstop the home run, because that's, uh, that's what you got going on over there. That's what you got going on over there. Um... You want to hear more about the other things? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Gosh, it's, a whole, it's a whole newscast. <laughs> a uh, Springfield man was in court on Thursday in connection with distributing cocaine. According to the Department of Justice, 44-year-old Hector Cunones was arrested on January, uh, January 20th of 2022 for allegedly having 236 grams of cocaine with the intent to distribute. A federal grand jury indicted him in April of 2022, and on Thursday he pleaded guilty to one count of possession with intent to distribute cocaine. Imagine that two years after the fact that you got arrested. Yeah. They finally indict you, and then now you're going to go to jail. It's not like, wouldn't you rather just go to jail right away? Wasn't that the tail end of the pandemic? I believe it was. Yeah. Why don't they just say that's essential work? You know, let them go. A lot of people were unable to leave their homes and get their cocaine on their own. Right. This guy was providing an essential service. Exactly. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was the first. Uh, it was the first DoorDash delivery. <laughs> yeah. It was, uh, <laughs> yeah. It was the DoorDash delivery of the cocaine that you ordered. DoorDash. Dash, 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 dash. <laughs> but the problem is, as we're talking about with DoorDash orders, they're sticking their fingers in it oh, and yeah. resealing oh, yeah. the bag. Before one for they... you. One for me. <laughs> one for you. Two for me. <laughs> um. But uh, yeah, th- I mean, th- those pandemic uh, business startup businesses were. Uh, <laughs> I, know, I know. You know, you never want to be the first guy that starts the business. You always want to be the second guy that takes over that business. It's so hard to socially distance with that. <laughs> is it though? It is. It is. is it really? Yeah. So what do you do? You know, you 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 blow it, and then you stand at the fence talking to your neighbor about the business you're going to start up as soon as the pandemic's done. It's just not the same. It, it, it's never the same here. Uh, we talked about the uh, the Facebook guy, right? Uh, that guy with the, he was he was suing the Facebook. We oh, talked yeah, about yeah, that yeah, last yeah. hour. Hertz is now selling twenty thousand electric vehicles to buy gasoline cars instead. Really? Yeah. Hertz, which has made a big push into electric vehicles in recent years, has decided eh, it's time to cut back. The company will sell off a third of its electric fleet, totally uh, totaling roughly 20,000 vehicles, and use the money they bring to purchase more gasoline-powered vehicles. They're helping the environment. You know you know who uh, Hertz, who should have used Hertz? Was Irene's colon. That's <laughs> yes. The- yes. She wouldn't. This whole mess wouldn't have started in the first place. That's usually what it is. You know, if if Irene's colon was arrested up in Athol, you know, and then and then when Irene's colon gets arrested in Athol, it has to be extradited to Yarmouth yeah. at the Camelot. At the Camelot. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And Irene's colon once spent the weekend in Dennis too. It was, it was one of these things. Uh, electric vehicles have been hurting Hertz's financials. Executives had said because despite costing less to maintain, they have a higher damage repair costs and also higher depreciation. Uh, collision and damage repairs on EVs can often run about twice that associated with a comparable combustion engine vehicle. Hertz CEO Stephen Schur said in a recent analyst call, "The, the whole idea of electric vehicles is ridiculous. You're, you, you, they're saying you, you do it to reduce emissions, but then when you have fires, like you have a crash, those batteries, yeah." are the most dangerous thing yeah. that you could possibly have. I bet you part of this also has to do with the fact that they, if you're driving an electric vehicle, they can't charge you for not filling up the tank of gas. 
which they there that's a f- huge true. money maker for them. That's a good point. See, it's an enormous money maker for them. What are they going to do? They got to they got to charge you because you didn't have the the, the plug in the wall yeah, for long the, enough. The Please. nine dollars a gallon that they they whack you for when you bring exactly. it back. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's ridiculous. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm sure they're not worried about the environment or anything else. They're worried about money. Well, that's the other. I listen. I don't know. I don't. I'm not bright enough to know whether electric vehicles are good or not. I do know though that those batteries don't just. They don't just go down to the store and get them. The, they, they, they have to mine for lithium and all that stuff. When we talk about these crashes with the fires and all that stuff, the fire department just stands back and lets it burn because even putting water on it doesn't do anything. You can, and they and they say they they how many was that one the one they used like five tankers full of uh, fire trucks to yeah. try to put the one out and it still kept reigniting. Oh, thirty six thousand gallons. I yeah. remember we were talking yeah, about it's yeah, like yeah. Uh, five swimming pools. Five swimming pools, and you can't put the fire out. That's not good. A Missouri church is claiming that prayer regrew a woman's amputated toes last week. It's a miracle. No photo or video evidence has been found, leading many to express skepticism. During a live stream of James River Church's March 15th service in the uh, Springfield, Missouri area, John Lindell, the church's pastor, explained that a creative miracle took place that day before at the the day before at the Joplin James uh, River Church campus. Oh, wasn't uh, she saying Bobby McGee, right? The Joplin James. No, James. no, no, Steve. That's Janice Joplin. Oh, different, different one. Oh, is she on the Muppets? No, that's Janice the Muppet. Oh, okay. All right. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> Uh, James River Church and the woman involved, Christina Dines, have not returned requests for comment for the uh, Springfield News Leader, part of the USA Today Network. As part of the publication of this article, there are no photos or videos of the event taking place or the aftermath. The alleged toe regrowth event has drawn considerable attention on social media, with many expressing skepticism of the claims. A website urging anyone with proof to share it has popped up at showmethetoes.com. Oh, come on. <laughs> that just makes it even like more ridiculous. You know the amount of creepy guys who stumble into that site being like, this is not what I signed yeah. up for. <laughs> this is not my foot fetish porn website that I was looking for. You know, not for nothing. Uh, I would like to think that with his very, very busy schedule... God's granting other prayers other than the one dude missing a toe. I mean, you've got uh, you know you know, great disruption in the in the Middle East. You've got uh, you know economic uh, you know problems all across the world. But then this one guy loses a toe. Yeah, you know what? That's that's an easy job. We can fix that in like uh, like half a second. I think John, uh, you know, God's a little bit too busy. He has his prayer bucket, and he's like, Ukraine, nah. <laughs> Middle East, nah. New coach for Patriots, yeah. nah. Kids with cancer, <laughs> nah. This guy's missing a toe? Let's get on this, Let, guys. Let's regrow them. Yeah. <laughs> Let so, me finish up with Irene's colon first, and I'll be right over with the toes. <laughs> the services were part of the church's week of power, which included services by Bill Johnson and Randy Clark, who were guest pastors. Johnson is a pastor for Bethel Church in Redding, California, which was in the news in 2019 for attempting to resurrect the two-year-old daughter of congregants. Uh, During a March 15th live stream, Lindell said that during a service hosted by Johnson, prayer team members prayed over Dines. Lindell said Dines had three toes amputated after her then-husband shot her in 2015. In 2021, Stephen Thompson was convicted of shooting and killing Carissa Gerard and critically injuring Dines. 
Uh, as late as the ladies prayed for Chrissy over the next 30 minutes, all three toes grew, and by that point were no longer than her pinky toe. Within an hour, nails begin to grow on all the toes, Lindell said in the live stream. Lindell has a significant social media presence with 16,000 followers on Facebook and 23,000 on Twitter or X or whatever you want to call it. The uh, video where Dines reportedly shared her testimony about her toes growing back has since been removed from Facebook but still exists on Twitter. In it, Dines said that she had three toes amputated in an accident, but after attending a service at the James River Church where women prayed over her feet, she witnessed the amputated toes reforming. Tonight I can stand on my tippy toes. Listen, do you understand? Dine says in the video, I can stand on tippy toes. No, I couldn't do that because I didn't have toes to tippy on. I was just tippy. I was t- no, I was just toeless. Uh, uh, yeah, during the uh, yeah, and so they go on to describe this whole thing. It's just a bunch of crap. You know, I don't know, Steve. It sounds totally plausible to me. If after all, it's in the news. I tuned out halfway out of that story because I remembered I went to a school with a kid named John Tosin, and then I was like, what would have happened if he married the lady from the other story? Tosin, Irene's colon. It would have been the Tosin colon wedding. <laughs> I've been there before. <laughs> I got a buddy who's into that. I'd hate to see the bridal registry. <laughs> or eat the cake. My, my father had a had a podiatrist named Dr. Cornitos. And if he said it slow, it was Cornitos. <laughs> which which I always thought was very amusing to me. Was that you know, a lot of the names like uh, yeah. relate to that. The uh the the what do they call those people? The uh uh, the what? ones that give you the medicine at the hospital to make anesthesiologist, anesthesiologist yeah. named Doctor Payne down at Bay State. Yeah, he's a he's a, <laughs> yeah. Legit- Are you he's yeah. a legitimate anesthesiologist. That's a great. Yeah, name. my my uh, my wife had an epi- epidural yeah. uh, for our second kid, and he he was like, "I'm Doctor Payne." He <laughs> oh, he's like one of these like you know. Yeah, like, now, I, I was at the I had a procedure done, and he's, he he was the guy, and he says, yeah. "I'm Doctor Payne." I'm like, "You're kidding, right?" He said, "Yeah, no, I get it all the time." Yeah, 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 but he he embraces that. Yeah, he's sure. like I'm Doctor Payne, <laughs> like he's some wrestler, <laughs> like he's uh, Roddy Roddy Piper. I mean, it's, uh, it's like this yeah. guy walking in. Hello, I'm Doctor Malpractice. He's, yeah. he's like I'm Doctor Payne. <laughs> Bring on the pain. <laughs> I'm Doctor. I lost another one. <laughs> now where's Irene's colon? I gotta take you some damage on that. Your Pioneer Valley forecast today is going to be a uh, mix of sunny clouds with a high of 46. <laughs> Tomorrow, nothing but rain, high of 51. It's 33 right now in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news in Rock 102. Ah, oh, yeah. With Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Mix of sun and clouds today with a high of 46. Uh, tomorrow, rain with a high of 51. It is uh, 98.6 in Irene's colon and 31 in downtown Springfield. <laughs> all right, a couple of things. First of all, it's a shop Friday this morning at 9 o'clock. Go to Rock 102.com. You could save 30% off to Bread Euphoria on the Northampton-Williamsburg line. There's something in the air. There's that sourdough crust pizza, those croissants, the smell of bread, the baguettes. Uh, New York Rye is Euphoria, Bread Euphoria, Bakery, and Cafe. That's at 9 o'clock at the Shop 30 store on rock102.com. So we All right, so there's that. Yeah. And then ESPN has just reported that uh, the Patriots have hired Gerard Mayo to replace Bill Belichick. What? That, that is apparently the decision that has been made. He's 37. He played uh, was a linebacker for the Patriots from 2008 
to 2015 and has been uh, and has it will be the first uh, black head coach in Patriots history. So what? congratulations to uh, Gerard Mayo. Well, Marty, uh, I know you like ketchup on your hot dogs. I hope you like mayo on your Patriots. All yeah. right, all right. <laughs> Man, I'm. I, listen, I love Gerard Mayo as a player. I, it sounds like he did a great job as a defensive coach. I can't believe they didn't get Vrabel though, because he's available without having to give up a draft pick. And you know, it's it's possible, but you know, they they kind of gave Mayo the heads up that this could be happening and that he would be the heir apparent. So yeah. they probably don't want to go back in that decision and uh, and have it seem uh, you know. You know, suspect, especially you know, with the Rooney Rule and everything sure. else. So you know, maybe they they felt like they kind of boxed themselves into a corner in this, but they didn't know that Mike Vrabel was going to be uh, available. But Gerard Mayo seems to be the uh, the guy they've been looking for for a while. Yeah, I mean, I hope. Like I said, the only thing that you ever worry about is if someone doesn't have any head coaching experience. You know what I mean? It, there's always that little bit of an X factor with that. Even if you know they're fantastic player, fantastic person, yeah. fantastic assistant coach. You know, you always wonder. Josh McDaniel's a great example of that, right? I yeah, mean, he turned out great. Well, he was a Matt great. Matt Patricia wanted to be a great head coach. <laughs> right. In Detroit. Right. Whereas, right, right before that team started to get really, really good. And then you have, and then you have, you know, Vrabel, who's got, what, six, six years with Tennessee and four out of the six took him to the playoffs. Yeah. And he got fired because the lady got mad at him. <laughs> Yeah, like a, for, like, for for being a part of his uh, Patriots Hall of Fame induction right, ceremony, right. The, the nerve on that guy. Yeah, and he's open, and you and you. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. I hope it works out. Hey, listen. Twenty four years ago, when the uh, when they told everybody we're going to bring Bill Belichick back to be the head coach, all I could think of is, you mean the same guy that benched Bernie Kosar back in the eighties? That got that Bill Belichick, and I thought that was going to be a, a, an unmitigated disaster. Shows you how what, what kind of uh, judge I am of uh, of these things. True, and I mean, admittedly, I don't know enough about football to make a qualified judgment on anything. I'm just using logic based stuff there. But I, I loved Gerard Mayo as a player, and I he seems like a great coach, and the players love him. So let's uh, let's hope. There you go. Anyway, anyway. Uh, Marty Caproni is here. Did I uh, did I say that? Yeah. <laughs> did I mention that? Yeah. Uh, he is. Yeah. He is here, yeah, and uh, he's fresh off his uh, new venue over in uh, in Westfield. Great time, good show, great people, great same, food. Same Loft Comedy Club, new venue. Yep. Uh, great night last night. Thank you very much, Steve, for uh, not only showing up, but uh, dragging all those Hilltown folks of yours out there, oh, too. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. They, uh, they, they come out in droves, don't they? Yeah, I could tell where yours were. They were, all, they were all pickup trucks. They were all one part of the parking lot. A lot of gun racks. Well, there's a, there's like one guy that picks them all up in the back of a pickup truck and it brings them down. Yeah, yeah, they all sit in the bed of the truck in the freezing cold. They're like, oh, we're going gonna... to the big city of Westfield. They're like, oh, we're going to go do some jobs today? No, you're going to a comedy show for 20 bucks. <laughs> but no. Uh, yeah, no, no, it was a great night. I really, I, I can't, and I said this, uh, uh, I said it again to last night. We have a friend in advertising who says, if anyone's ever wondered about the power radio, uh, I know you're not talking about this station because... In two days, that was the turnout. We had, you know, putting tables and chairs in and everything else. The listeners were absolutely fantastic. So. I, I, I said to that guy, so terrestrial radio's dead, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then yeah. I'm like, you want to turn around and look over there and see what's going on? And he's like, well, not for you guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah everybody like, else. Yeah. Everybody else. All like, the other radio stations that are facing bankruptcy this week, but not you. <laughs> what? I mean, I did kind of agree with that point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> Anyhow. But, uh, yeah, no, it was a good show. Yeah, hey. and I hope that people come out next week. We will be there next Thursday, so please, please come out. And you got to get the to get the twenty dollar deal. You got to message it beforehand. Yeah, you got to sure either you... reserve by messaging or yeah. or just Venmo, and uh, and you'll be uh, you'll be there at the door. All right. Well, I'm glad uh, we've beaten that dead horse all week long. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, thank you guys for letting me do it. I promise next week we'll talk less about it. Okay. All right. All right. Sure. sure we will. Will. All, all right, Marty. All right. I pro- I, hey, if I lose, I'll give you guys twenty bucks or dinner. And oh, wow. <laughs> that's very generous of you. <laughs> hey, you know what you should do for one of the meal nights? Yeah. Get hot dogs and then take a poll: how many people put ketchup on it and how many people put mustard on it. You can make it part of the game of the show. I honestly kind of want to do that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I kind of because I still get hate mail from your fan base. <laughs> About putting ketchup on that, the hot that's dog. That's mad yeah. at me for ketchup on a hot dog. Because you're eight years old. Did yeah. you see the video uh, that Kyle Marku put up, the uh, the vulgar chef? No. So he, he recently did a video. And we, you know, we've had him in the in the studio before. Uh, fascinating guy. Do, you're blowing things up online. Uh, he did a thing where he took a, a bunch of hot dogs and he put them in like a mason jar and filled it with hot water. But then also put like blue kool-aid in the water shook it around uh let it sit the hot dogs turned blue took them out steamed them put them on a bun he put ketchup on those hot dogs oh all right put ketchup on the hot dog i'll eat one now what's worse the ketchup on the hot dog or the blue or the blue hot dog it's a combination of both it's it, it, that's horrible. That's a sin. Why would you do? Uh, I you know what? Sometimes I question his mental stability. <laughs> <laughs> did you guys, did you guys ever get blue hot dog? Oh yeah, I've had a blue hot dog before. <laughs> yeah. No, no after, yeah. the, after the blue waffle, I lost my appetite. <laughs> you get an inter- international house of what? It's eight fifty-seven. A rock one hundred two. Is the power out in Hadley? Are there road closings in Westfield? Rock 102 is always 